Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is fucking Thursday night. It's wrestling with knuckleheads, and we got the wrestler, the dreamer, the traveler, the closer, the bodega boy, the suntan Superman, the Apollo Creed to your Rocky Balboa, the fucking <laughs> the guy who's making Come the on. Arizona iced tea oh, wow, more expensive because he's traveling the fucking world, and now all of a sudden <laughs> they run out of product because now Japanese people want to drink Arizona. Arizona IC, German people want to drink Arizona IC. That shit was for the Bronx, man. You come in here, you take our shit, you travel the world with it, and now all of a sudden we got to be high class. What's wrong with you? So what, I'm doing a disservice? I'm doing a disservice <laughs> to us? No, I'm, I'm trying to keep us on the map, baby. First of all, <laughs> hell of an intro. Thank, Thank you, you for that. Secondly, <laughs> prior to that, my first thought really was that show intro is like three minutes long. Yes. So that in itself was impressive. And then you <laughs> tagged all of that with all this energy. So thank you. I appreciate you. And thanks for having me on. Yo, I appreciate you coming on, but it's not over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I got a beef with you and you don't even know about it. All right. Because oh, I, you, you probably know about it because you saw the video. But but that that uh, only one, there, there can only be one show. That was my birthday. And you have people singing happy birthday to you. <laughs> and that wasn't your birthday. You stole my Time birthday. Out. You came Time in out. there. Time out. I didn't steal your birthday. I didn't steal your birthday. This is what happened. Let me tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. So my birthday proper is on the 12th. Mm -hmm. I didn't wrestle on the 12th. I didn't wrestle in my hometown at my school <laughs> on the 12th. I did it on the 10th. And family and friends came to celebrate with me, surprised me at the show, surprised me with a happy birthday. So don't come after me like it was my plan, like it was my idea. Hey, okay. From, from what I heard, the circumstances came together in such a way that mm -hmm. I was celebrated on the day. That's all from, I'm saying. From what I heard, you found out it was my birthday, and you made some last minute calls, and you hired some people. You bring the choir That's from the from the from the school. You bring the president of the Bronx. You bring the step team from Manhattan. You know, you bring a bicycle group, and you had 50, 50, 50 40 people. Yes, this this is what I heard. This is what I heard. You know, I'm not saying it's coming from this guy. I'm not saying it's coming from Matt Austin. I'm not saying it's no, coming from Matt Austin. No, but you know. But I'm just saying, I you know I went to high school with him, so you know sometimes you know we speak, and you know you know you know my boy was delusional after his match. He was you know, loopy. He was loopy. You know what I'm saying? He, I know he would never speak a bad word about me. So it must have been somebody else. <laughs> hey, grapevine giving you some bad info. Yo, some yeah. bad info. I don't know, man. All I know is it was my birthday. I went in there. I was like, all right, cool. And then they they they. they they sing happy birthday. He was like, oh, shit. Me and Jared Diaz share a birthday. And then I'm like, nah, hold on. Wait. You birthday's on the 12th? So who, wait, you, wait, so, who gave, so who gave you the right info? Who told you it was on the 12th? I looked who it up. Who told you that wasn't my birthday? You looked it up. No, Matt, See, you Matt, was the one, Matt was the one that told me, I think. I don't know. I was just so disappointed, man, because I was there ready to get Sasha Banks' phone number from one of y'all. You, you want somebody to sing happy birthday to you? No, no, I wanted what was No, I wanted what what what's belonged to me. Mercedes Monet's number is what's belonged to me. I didn't live on this planet long enough for her to not know who I am. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'll see what I can do. I'll, right. I know a guy that knows a guy that might know her. I don't know. All right, cool. Because I know somebody who knows somebody that don't know her. So now we meet in the middle, and boom. All I need is the first seven we'll digits. We'll figure it out. And we'll the zip code. All right, cool. Got you. Now that you're on the case, we could be. 
we could be, we could be, we could be cool again. All right, we had to throw okay, it out there. Squash, see, yeah. Squash. See, this is what happens when Gigi wants to show up late. There's no one here to tame me from my from my stupidity. I don't know. Yeah, she was the one who extended the invite, and then she's Word. like, "What kind of host is that?" Word, you see, but she she says she's sorry for I'm me. Sorry. She'll get here when she gets here. We'll have a nice chat. Word, fine. Fine. word. See, I got rules when we go out in public, so I couldn't say nothing. You know, that's why that's why I didn't come up to you after your match with with Sky Blue, and I I didn't say nothing because I, I got rules. You know, she she got you she got a beef yet. You don't want to address the beef. Yeah, yet. I had to get me yeah. on your turf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because okay. there was no taser okay. to my back from Gigi. You know, when we out in public, she got weapons and shit. Plus, a little one beats me yeah. up. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Guys, what do you want to talk about? Yo, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about you. I want to talk about your tag team. I want to talk about everything, bro. Let's get to know you, bro. I'm not going to lie. I see a guy wearing tights with the Arizona colors on it, bringing Arizona IC to the ring from the Bronx. There's not too many wrestlers that I know about from the Bronx. I need to get to know him. Plus, I went to high school. Like I said, I went to high school with Matt, UMass partner. So it's like we extended family right now. You know what I'm saying? That's my guy, Matt. Me and Matt just me and Matt just get, went to Walters up in White Plains and just came back from that. Matt, oh, okay. Matt and I, Matt and I are friends outside of this, which is really all you can ask for. Word, and he's a good guy. Is it? It's dope that you guys are friends afterwards. Do you keep hearing the stories? You can either make friends or make money, and it's like I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I just don't see it that way. And I, I've I've been really I've been really lucky enough to 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 make good friends, make best friends, and make lifelong connections through wrestling. And honestly, like I, I played football my whole life, and I still have friends that I played football in in high school and in college with. But in wrestling, it's just such a different you know life on the line, high stakes scenarios sometimes yeah. that those bonds just get formed even faster. No, I hear you. You know, ain't nothing, ain't no way to to shape a, a bond and to put your life on the line with somebody. You know, absolutely. Because you, you may not have, you may not like these people, but you got to trust them in some way, right? Yeah, that that's the name of the game, right? Like they when they when they say, I don't know how how much we peel back the curtain on this show, but when they say, oh. you know, in wrestling, you, you, your number one job is to take care of your opponent. Yeah. To make sure that nobody gets hurt out there. And number two is to entertain the crowd. So I, I take that very seriously. No, I, I hear you. And I'm I appreciate that you take it very seriously. Because you know, like listen, I I've grew up watching wrestling my whole life. The first thing I ever watched was Hogan body slam Andre the Giant. You know, I'm throwing my age out there. That's, pretty... a, good, that's a good first memory. It's yeah, a good first memory. Yeah, you know, so um so I I feel like I love this business just as much as any other wrestlers. Just I haven't participated in the training and all that other stuff for my own reasons. But yeah, you know. I mean, look, I, re- wrestling is for every man. Every wrestling is for everybody, not just for the wrestlers. Yeah, that's the best part of it is that everybody plays a role. Everybody finds their little their little niche, whether it be in the ring, on commentary, as a as a as a talker, or just as a fan. You take part in some some way. You participate. Yeah, definitely. And, all right, so before we get that, you said you played football. What position did you yeah, play? Yeah, you want to get to know me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get to know you. All right, so uh, March 12th, uh, uh-huh. I'm going to say 1990, right? Is that Did I guess right? 96, or, 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 96, 96. 1996. Wow, we got yes, a baby. Sir. Did you get your parents' just, permission just, to come I on the show? 27. <laughs> I just hit 27. Oh, man. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving getting older so far. It's been... Getting older for me has just meant make more money, see more of the world, and 
and get and learn more life. So getting older so far has been amazing. And I'm sure that'll tip at some point. I'm sure I'll want to stop time. But so far, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've loved my experiences. No, yo, bro, as, as someone that, you know, went through life in a, a, a stage where it had to pause, keep that energy, man. That, if you keep growing, you keep, you know, because you, you don't necessarily have to keep making more money, but you keep making those experiences and, you know, enjoying your life and, and learning from everybody else's mistakes and even your own, you know, that's the best way to live life, you know, because it's not always about money. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I, so, so, okay, so getting to know me. I, yeah. I'm born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, I live in the Bronx right now. I've lived in other places, but right now I'm I'm back in the Bronx for a couple of years now. Um, I started playing football in Pelham Bay at the Warriors Pop Warner League. Yo, me too. Uh, at I was at, a Navajo. Six years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was a Navajo. I started I started as a bear at seven, and then my dad my dad took over a team, coached the team for a couple of years. We were the Blue Devils. And then that was, you know, Pop Warner. And then when I went to middle school, played in middle school, played in high school uh, in, in Harrison up in Westchester. And that, that was when he was like, all right, it's off. You know, I, I'll coach you out, a football coach and a um, retired NYPD. He played football for the, for the police department for 20 years, traveled the world doing that. When I got a little older, he said, all right, hands off. I'll train you elsewhere and outside, but you got to learn how to be coached by strangers and learn how to get along in that system. So. Played, played in middle school, played in high school. I went to college uh, at Anderson University, which is Division II out in Indiana. I was a I was a D1 prospect with no grades, so I ended up mm. in the middle of nowhere at a small Christian school where it was a terrible fit. I learned a lot. I made some good friends, but I did not belong at the school. So after one year of football in college, I came home. I went to Westchester Community. Uh, and at that time, without football, was still me trying to get back to football. But just to backtrack a little bit, when I was 18, when I graduated high school, it was my first, I guess, dip the toes into wrestling proper. Um, Creative Pro out in Long Island had just opened up, and that's where I started my training. I went throughout the summer up until I left to play football. So my my two and a half, three months at Creative Pro with Hawkins and Buck, who are, I will say to this day, the most formative, the, the most important trainers and, and time that I've had training up until up until today uh when i came back from playing football i i went for another few months to create a pro while i was finished community college and i got to act and sing and play piano and play guitar and try out for the voice and do all of these things that i didn't even think of doing when i was playing football but always wanted to do i didn't really feel yeah. like i had the time or the avenues or the access uh because all of my i guess time and focus was dedicated to trying to play a college ball so when I came out of that, I was like, all right, well, I know I'm going to play football again, or at least I intend to. I know I want to wrestle whenever football officially is over, but there's like two years here where I can do whatever I want. And so I started doing yeah. those things. And I started doing radio in, in, in uh, at community college at Westchester, and that's what led me to sports broadcasting. That's what I got my degree in at Full Sail University. So I transferred to Full Sail when I finally decided, like, all right, I'm going to leave football behind for good. I'm going to go get my degree, focus on on the, the degree that I want. And what better way to do that than to go to the school where NXT is? Because yeah. I wanted to work with WWE. I wanted to be in that world through not just as a wrestler, but through a broadcasting angle, through a through a media 
entertainment angle in some capacity. So I wanted to go to the school where they made the show. I went there and I basically knocked on the PC door for months until they finally said, okay, let's see what you can do. Um, my school, Full Sail University and WWE, the Performance Center, partnered up to create an internship for broadcasters. I was the first person uh, interviewed. And before I even made it home from the interview, I was hired on the spot. So nice. I then spent six months at the Performance Center, two, three times a week, learning from the best broadcasters in the world and forming relationships with the wrestlers. And at that time, I'd also started my wrestling training on the side. So I was able to learn through osmosis or ask people like Adam Cole or Johnny Gargano for advice that I wasn't always ready to receive, but I was asking it. I was asking as many questions as I could and, and soaking in knowledge. I was sitting backstage at NXT tapings, watching Keith Lee and Dijak call matches, watching Triple H prep Undisputed Era for a promo. Like I was just diving head first before I was ready, but it, it also accelerated my learning curve. So at four years in now, I feel like I'm six and I'm smart enough to do eight because of the people that guided me in my first year. Sorry, that was a lot to throw. That was no, a, no. a lot I just gave you. I'm sure you have follow-ups and interjections, so <laughs> go for it. Yo, first off, <laughs> well, uh, first off, I, I was watching some of your shorts because, you know, I like to do a little homework on the people that I interview and all that. And sure. when you said that you got your degree in broadcasting, I Instantly, I was like, no wonder, because I'm listening to your shorts, your your sports. I'm like, this fucking dude is dope. Like, like Thank you, you, you an announcer? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, okay. So, so I, now I, do, I, get I, do, it. I write it, I shoot it, and I edit it all myself. Uh, that's all stuff that I learned in college and just follow the trends of on, on TikTok. I look at these people and I'm like, oh, well, they're able to do it. Maybe they don't have the education that I have. Why am I not able to do these things? So along with juggling content and media that I create for other companies or other people, I started my own page called 60 Second Drill, which admittedly have taken about two months off of because work and wrestling has gotten busy. But I definitely intend to get back with uh, with 30 with 60 Second Drill right after Mania weekend. So I'm excited to do that again. Um, yeah, it's it's always just been I've, I've always been somebody who's who's had a lot of interest and a lot of pursuits. So even though that wrestling has always been my main focus for the last few years, I've been able to carry a lot of plates, wear a lot of hats. And you know something? That's something to admire because it, doing all these shows a week and then working full time, it, it's it's a lot. But I also try to find people who do a lot and try to ask them how they handle it. So, like, how do you find time to do all the stuff that you, that you pursue? Uh, I, I don't sleep much. I don't sleep much. No, honestly, I, <laughs> I've, I have somehow found a way to balance personal life and relationships, as in the people that I love, with the thing that I love most in wrestling all while paying my bills. Um, I'm not going to say that it's been easy. I'm not going to say that it happened quickly. When I first came out of the pandemic, my first proper job was editing for NXT UK, which was like being okay. thrown into the fire as a, basically a junior editor for the biggest sports entertainment company in the world, creating a weekly TV product. And I was learning how to manage my time while being, thrown into that so i was forced to figure out like hey do i want to lose everyone that i love just to have this job do i have to give up wrestling just to have this job um if i wrestle and have this job and spend time with people when do i sleep so it's been a juggling act uh since probably late 2020 early 2021 that i'm still getting the hang of as life continues to change 
Uh, I would say the, the most important piece of advice that I got was uh, don't spread yourself too thin. And that's something that I have to keep telling myself because sometimes I'll go so, not for nothing, like balls to the wall that I'll get tired and I'll start feeling sick. And then I got a couple, I got, there are a couple days where my body makes me take a break. And then I'm reminded, like, yeah. okay, I can take a little break from this or I can take a little break from that. I don't have to take every show that's thrown my way. I don't have to take every editing project that's thrown my way. I just have to make sure I do enough to feel productive and to pay the bills. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. We gotta. <laughs> that, that's what's up, though. Perfect. You know, perfect. <laughs> no, but that that's what's up, though. And you know, um, I know we just met. We like we officially just met while we talking. Yeah. But proud of you for that, bro. I don't know if you hear that a I lot, but you, you know, it, it, it's you know, I don't. Like I, said, I appreciate bro. that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Trust you me, know I know, I, not enough not enough people tell anybody that so good on you for it's true. being able to say yeah. it yeah, yo, bro, here I wanted to feel like you're part of the family. You know what I'm saying? That's why I joke early with y'all. I, 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 I want y'all to be comfortable. There's no rules here, so you can peel back the curtain as much as you want, as least as little bit as you want. We respect everybody's opinion. And um, like I like I actually like I told you before, anything off limits, anything not off limits, we respect that also. You know, we're just a bunch of people shooting the shit about wrestling and about life and all that. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it. I'm happy to be here, man. Talking talk to you so far it. has been easy. I'm waiting for Gigi to get here so that y'all can team up on me or whatever. Oh, no, we're going to team up on her because she's late. <laughs> she keeps throwing Good that point. mom excuse Good around, point. but, you know, <laughs> we might have somebody show enough. He he likes to come in late also, but sometimes he comes in with That's an entrance. Hard. It depends on how late he got home from work, but, you know, people just That's come hard. in and out of this guys, shit. You guys usually roll to, like, 12 I don't know if I can yeah. stay up that late tonight, but I'm with you for as long as I can handle. So I'm you ain't getting and rid of me that easy. I appreciate it. Yo, we appreciate any moment that you can get on. If you could only been on here for 10 minutes, we'd have had you on for 10 minutes. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? That, that It's as simple as that, man. We'll stay as, as long or as short as you want. Like I said, we appreciate your time and all that. But I have to ask a question. Sure. What song did you sing when you auditioned for The Voice? You know, I I struggled with it for a little while. Um, because my go-to karaoke song is not a song that I'm going to sing in front of, uh, show producers or judges or anything like that. I wanted to sing This Love by Maroon 5. That's my go-to karaoke jam, but I don't okay. have the, I don't have the range to really kill that. Um, yeah. I, I sang Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers. I threw a little okay. soul in there. It went well. So the way that, that, I guess, show production works casting wise is that there's a, there's initial video uh audition so you send in a video of you singing and then if they like you there enough then they'll invite you to one of their on location auditions so i did mine at jacob javits center uh down in, okay. in, in manhattan and then if you get through that then you go to la with the turning chairs and the whole deal so i didn't get through the javits center but i made it to the javits center so you know what it's not bad as I'm not a it's singer, not I've never been a professional singer. I I did open mics for fun, and it was just something that I always wanted to explore. So I'm glad I just got the chance to do it. Hey, man, you went further than me. I just watched the show, and I'll sing along with the people on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yo, well, Wait. listen, man, maybe we should, maybe we should do a knucklehead karaoke. Yo, I'm down. People fuck around. I'm down, bro. I did karaoke for my 30th birthday. Me, yo, you know, I, my brother does the comic book show with us, Cap. 
He got a better voice than me. Don't tell him I, I said that because he's shy. No, but no, we I throw down, him. bro. Don't blow up his head. Can't pick up his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, but but we throw down, bro. You know, like Insync ain't got shit on us. I'm just saying. All right, good. We'll hit we'll hit Little Korea or something, and we'll hit one of these uh, one of these spots. Word, yeah, shit. I'm down. Don't threaten me with a good time, man. <laughs> but but that's dope, though. You went through the the voice, and <laughs> now you got me sitting here. I yeah, I just wanted to give it a shot. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like looked like fun, but I that was part of that. Like I said, part of that era of my life was just trying things that I always wanted to explore. Like I. I took acting classes for uh, a year at James Franco's acting studio in Manhattan. Um, I was I was writing screenplays. I was uh, making short films with my friends. I was like, just I, I've always known that I wanted to entertain. Yeah. And something inside of me feels connected with people when I'm entertaining. So between that and storytelling, uh, I, I love that I was able to combine the two things that I love between athletics and storytelling and find my way to wrestling at a young age because I did take a year where I was fully taking acting seriously. Uh, I was doing showcases. I was uh, somewhat actively seeking representation. I almost transferred to USC out in LA just to pursue acting. There was a very strong period in my life where like, yo, this is the thing that I want to do. And I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have wrestled or at least I wouldn't have wrestled yet. So even though I, I really enjoyed that period, like I said, I was able to combine the two things and find what I what I love the most, what's most fulfilling to me. Yeah. Hey, listen, and when you make it as a as a as a wrestler and you're one of them top stars, you know you can always go into movies and you can yeah, always can go back, yeah you do the rock thing yeah you can you, know? you can be in the mass singer like Alexa Bliss was just on the mass singer if I could be so lucky you know what I'm if saying I could be so lucky yeah <laughs> listen bro I believe you I believe it it's gonna happen for you you know has there any has there <laughs> been anything that you have not pursued yet because it seems like every, that I that I really want yeah. To. It seems like you wake up in the uh, morning you know, like, yo, I want to, I want to develop my own wine, and you just now you're in a winery, you know, stomping <laughs> grapes and shit. <laughs> I will say, I will say something that I've always been interested in and like has always really got my attention is is parkour, okay. parkour movement, parkour training, park, parkour athletics. Even if it's just working out at like one of those American Ninja gyms, um, it's not something that. It's not something that I've actively pursued. Like I've never, I've never really been to one of those spots. I really trained at them, but like, it's just something that's always had my attention. That like, I, I feel like I'm still young enough and and bodily capable enough, physically capable enough to go do tomorrow if I actually put my head to it. My problem is I delude myself a just a little bit, just enough to chase a dream. So I feel that if I set my mind to something, really set my mind to dump something, I can do anything. So. If I want to wake up tomorrow and say, yo, I'm going to this parkour gym. I'm going to spend the next like three months just doing parkour training. I'll go do that. <laughs> I really will. I just, I got to commit to it. No, yeah. I, and that, that's, that's what everybody's down for. There's the commitment to the commitment. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I said it it's plenty tough. of times. It's, it's hard to stay. It's hard to stay consistent. It's hard to yeah. stay consistent in life. Even if you love something. Like there are times in, there are times in wrestling that, you know, get me down or that, that are, that, that, that get difficult and you'll hear this from the best wrestlers in the world. You'll hear this from people that are six months in this job gets difficult. This pursuit for many reasons can, can bog people down, but like that's anything, whether you love it or you're just starting it's consistency is, is yeah. probably one of the hardest things that, that humans have to do to succeed. 
how do you how do you uh, stay consistent within yourself? Do you take breaks? Do you just talk to yourself mentally? Or? Uh, you know what? I'll I'll tell you exactly how I how I do it. But the only reason I that I've learned that lesson was because I've I've been burnt out before. Like when I was when I was in Indiana or when I was training to get to play college football and had these. I had this D1 interest and I had a D1 offer that I couldn't take. I and I ended up in 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 that school in Indiana. It almost was like a smack in the face to me because I mean ultimately it was my own doing, but I was like, man, like I don't even I shouldn't even be here right now. I had this D1 offer, I had that D1 interest. Like so I just went double hard on football because I thought to myself, maybe I could transfer out. So much so that I lost sight of school. I lost sight of uh my social life and i was just so focused on football that i got burnt out and i had to leave and i had to start from scratch basically or what felt like starting from scratch so i learned my lesson of if you if you do it out of spite or if you do it out of anger the burnout happens a lot faster so what i do to remain consistent or to make sure that i don't stop or get burnt out is i just remind myself and sometimes I do have to take a break. Sometimes I do it like I didn't go to L.A. I'm home right now. I didn't go to L.A. for for many a week. And, and part of that was me not being able to procure enough uh, enough bookings to make me feel like the trip was worth it. But also yeah. because I just came off of a five day loop between Orlando, Chicago and Indiana. Also, because I know in late May, I'm going to be in Vegas for a whole week, which is a money and b four days of five days of wrestling. So when I know that I also might go to uh, Germany for like a month in the summer. So when I know that there are a lot of things that I'm doing, I allow myself a breather and I remind myself that it's okay to take a breather. I don't Mm -hmm. love this any less just because I took a weekend off. No, I, I hear you. There, there'll be times that uh, we'll I'll, we'll take a break from this, and I'll be like at home, and we're supposed to be doing this, and I'm like, damn, I don't know what to do with myself right now. You know? Oh no, yeah, like, no, but, but, like, it's, but it's it's better for your mental health than a lot of people would realize. Excuse me, like yeah. taking a break is important. Yeah, and that's something they don't te- like they they tell you, but they don't teach you. You know, you have you yeah, have I, to be forced to take a break like and, said, it, and it feels like you learn it. sometimes you gotta learn it the hard way yeah and, and it kind of feels like you're, like you're in a race like when you're doing it it doesn't feel like you're in a race but when you're when you when you break from it it feels like you're in a race and you start losing absolutely like you're falling behind or like everybody else around yeah. you is is doing something you're not that you're supposed to be doing there she is <laughs> well give me one second so go fuck yourself i heard everything you know, Every fucking thing. We need to give you rules as to why you can't be doing these things by yourself on the podcast. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Come in this show. I have a Mad Awesome shirt. Unbelievable. Mad Awesome's in the chat. We got Jared Diaz right to to my left, your right. But you know, like, and then you come in here, fuck you. I didn't do nothing. You didn't do nothing. You were talking mad shit in the beginning. This is what Gigi, this is what happens when Gigi shows the blade. We look alike. That's what it was. You got hacked. We we look alike. Should I leave and let you two figure this out? Nah, because if you leave, she's going to hurt me. 
<laughs> Hi, Jared. How are you? Hi. Thank you for having Hi. me. But also, welcome to the show. Yes. Welcome to the so show. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, well, so work sucks. Um, there we go. There's that. Well, um, then- what, we were, what we were talking about is how to avoid burnout, what it feels like when you do take a break. What I was going to say was that I've had trouble and I've come to a good place more recently in dealing with something like FOMO, right? You see people on shows that you want to be on or you see people that that are traveling to places you want to go to. And if you just take a weekend off, they're not going to forget about you. It's okay. Everything is fine. This is true. So that's that's something that I've had to tell myself enough to believe it. And yeah, I can tell that to the people I'll work with, like, yo, y'all don't need me. I really don't. And then, like, two weeks later, I come back and it's a mess. I'm like, okay, maybe <laughs> y'all do need me. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I should have just stayed off and stayed on vacation for life. Oh, man. Um, no, but, yeah, the... You definitely have to find that balance for just work and just personal time. Because if you do burn out, then then everything else pretty much goes to shit. Um, but uh-huh. listen, I, I, like I dealt with the most shit this month overall as a human being. <laughs> That's ready for this month to be over. And uh, here comes do this no, it'll be, it'll be good. Maybe you know why? In a couple of days, we start April. We got mania to look forward to. Everything's going to be great. Yep. Start start fresh this month. Everything's going to be fine. Also, oh, I, I'm also, and my friends and, and family know this about me, that I am to a fault optimistic. And I believe that no matter what, if you're not dead, everything's going to be fine. So I do tell people and I tell myself, like, everything's going to be fine push through whatever this is that's like frustrating you or is difficult. You can get through that. You get back to the other side of, of this little obstacle. I think of um in Finding Nemo when there's that like sea of jellyfish, right? A big, big group of jellyfish. And they just bounce off these things, right? And yeah, you get some stings along the way, but they made it through there and they they, they were fine at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. Just keep swimming. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? I actually say that shit to myself sometimes. Like when, when, <laughs> when, when, like yo, when there's a lot of shit going on and my brain is fucked up and this one and that one is fucking. I was like, just keep swimming, just no keep doubt. swimming, no just you keep. Swimming. You <laughs> yeah. So real quick, do you feel a certain way being on the bottom? Should I put you back up on the top? No, I feel like I want to no, showcase I'm you. I'm All right, cool. Here. All right, I'm fine. All right, <laughs> All right, cool. I won't take I, it. I, I won't w- take it as a slight. It's fine. All right. All right, cool. Now I just want to showcase, put you in the middle, you know. It's like, but listen, you got past the intro, and you know, GGC with the part you didn't see was that we already made up. We boys right now, we look yeah. kind of like extended no, brothers. I saw it. Yeah, I, saw, I didn't think I saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, you didn't come. Yeah, you didn't come in here like you saw it though. I'm just saying, you came in here like you saw the beginning, and then you you just yelled at me and shit. You know, I ain't. No, I that. did. I did. I didn't get mad at him. Nah, I didn't get mad at him. No, you got emotional. Let him know. I let him know in a very calm and poised way. 
you know, an I was calm. No, right. no, I'm not emotional. I'm not emotional. All right. <laughs> I forgave him already. It's fine. That's it's right. Fine. And I forgave him too. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Word. We forgave each other. The fun fact <laughs> is that Gigi's birthday was also in March too. So when's when's your birthday? March 15th. And did and did you want somebody to sing happy birthday to you at the show? No. Well, who good. said that I wanted somebody to sing happy birthday to me? I'm just, I'm just saying you got mad I just, that I got I it. You it said no, that no, 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 First off, I was wondering where, I just Mercedes, for the show. I was wondering where Mercedes Monet's number was. I was told for my birthday I was going to get it. I went to the spot. You know, this, this is what I was told. I don't know her. Sir, I can't. You must kids. We will never be invited to Japan and pro if you continue with these goddamn shenanigans with Mercedes. Yo, for Please. Her alone. It's not my, it, is, it is not my fault. It is not my fault that she does not know that she loves me yet. Okay? See you guys. See you guys. See you guys. See? That's it. She's going to find out. And when she finds out, she's going to be a little depressed because it took so long. Kenny, if you out know, there, come save your friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. You want to talk about being optimistic, Jerry? Shit, I'm the most, I'm the optimistic of the optimistics. Yeah. You know, you clearly are. You clearly yeah, are. Shit. Shit, I'm a player. What do you want to talk about since you yeah, graced us with your presence? What he means to say is rudely interrupted us. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, man. I don't know. Wrestling. I, I love wrestling. Uh, who does it? Um, man, I know you got some events coming up. I definitely want to touch base on that. Uh, I, I do. Just, I do. I just do. get to know you because you're your friend. Half friend. I'm all right. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do have some. I do have some events up. Let me, let me pull up my little my little board here because I have my dates written out. I'm gonna just run through a few, and you interview uh, interrupt me wherever you'd like. Um, on April 8th, I'm at Blood, Sweat, and Tears up in Connecticut. On April 16th, I'm at Fight Life out in Rhode Island. On the 22nd, I'm at PAPW, uh, also in Connecticut. And then at Invictus on the 28th in that ladder match of St. Helena's. And, and, and I know what Bougie said. I heard what Bougie said. Me and Bougie can have words anytime because that man ducked me on my birthday last year. Oh, Pretending like he had an injury. Oh, shit. My man don't even know how to count to three. Oh, shit. Okay. We can have words or we could throw down, but don't come on a podcast and come after me. Yeah, I know. Don't come on a podcast. He did have a lot to say between you and that. Like, I'm not going to talk back. Like, I'm not going to talk back. I went to school to talk, man. I will talk your ear off. So that's not about Bougie. And I got a BS and BS. <laughs> and then May 6th at Victory Pro Wrestling in Long Island. Okay, now I'm done. All right, cool. Those, <laughs> are, my up- those are my upcoming dates. If you want to ask about any of them. That's dope. So, um, so how, how long is it going to take you to win this ladder match? Since we're since we talking about the ladder how match. How long? That's a yeah. good question. I feel like... Well, I know... Here's what I know. Um... I'm in it. Uh, Bougie's in it. 
Mantequilla is in it. That's all I know. Do you guys know if there's anybody else in the ladder match? Um, I can find out for you. Uh, well, anyway, if it's about to hit up Alex, be like, Alex, Jack, sir, Jack we must Tomlinson. know the details. Oh, Jack Thompson as well. Yes, the vlogger, the vlogger, he's a buddy. Listen, there's at least five people in this thing. Gabriel Sky. There's a, there's and Gabriel Sky, so that's five. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Jack let's say it Thompson. stops at five. Maybe they add a six, but let's say it stops at five. Um let's say it takes about seven minutes to beat all the asses each. Seven thirty-five minutes. I'll give it thirty-five minutes. Okay. Now listen. Okay. Honestly, it's not about time. It's about withstanding because that, because a ladder match, as far as I know, because I don't know if any of them have ever been in multi-man ladder matches, but I have. I have the experience. I think I have the experience advantage over, if not all of them. It's it's a grueling task. One could even call it a punishment, but I consider it an opportunity. I when I found out this ladder match was going to go down, I specifically told Invictus management that I want to be in it. Not because I need the clout. I'm going to get clout on my own. I want to be in the ladder match because I like to climb, to perform, to outshine, and to steal the show. That's what I want. I don't need the clout. I'm in it to outdo everyone. That's what I... That's what I intend to do. My body, unlike a lot of theirs, maybe not Gabriel Scott, he's in great shape. My body is superior. That's not a brag. That's not me blowing smoke. I just know what I look like, and I know what they all look like. I'm six feet tall, 186 pounds, pure muscle, lean as hell. They're not up for the, the punishment that that match is going to take it's not gonna. It's not gonna be an easy uh, journey up that ladder, but I can make it. I'm gonna leave it at that. I hear you. And hey. as someone who also is a physical masterpiece, seven foot one, three hundred eighty pounds, solid muscle, I understand yeah, where you're coming from. Yeah. I listen, man. I could never. I wish I could be seven one. Teach me how to. Grow. I hear you. I got you. Yo, I dude, I perfected it. You know what I'm saying? I was I, I wasn't always a podcaster. You know what I'm saying? I got some I got some lives I lived. I also almost seen you spit out your water. It must have been something Gigi said or something like that. It was the way that it was the way that her face lit up when you listed yes. your yes. physical measurements. That's yes. what made me laugh. Yeah. I, I feel it, with but this. You can't believe it. No, no, it's just I, I deal with this week in and week out, and I'm like, we're still doing this. Okay, that's great. Just to let you know, no, you've made. I don't have no, the no. facts over my shoulder. Shut the fuck to up, tell so. lies. <laughs> You know, one hundred facts. We don't lie here. Y'all so mean. <laughs> it's because we love each other. It's the only Let's way to go. show love. No, uh, you know I do want to say, though, I, I want to say thank you because you literally um, really made an impact by the smallest thing. And that's when we were at a We Are Wrestling at a St. Helens uh, a Church when you gave yeah. my daughter an iced tea. And she was like, I got an iced tea. 
Can I tell you that shit lasted in my refrigerator for over a month because she refused to open up the iced tea that Matt Awesome's partner gave her. Cause she was like, I can't remember his name, but I know he's Matt Awesome's partner. <laughs> I was like, his name is Jared Diaz. She's I'm like, so okay, cool. And now the best part, right? <laughs> right, you see how it is? <laughs> Now we fast right to the second event, and we are wrestling right at St. Helens. No, I see was given, but you came out with Sky Blue, and now you are. Oh, that's the person that tag team up with Sky Blue, and again, no name is there. <laughs> but you just, I can't. And I'm like, I, I poor Jared. Man. Memorable she I remembers guess. him, but can't remember the name. I'm like, damn. She was. Yeah, well, to be fair. I can't speak to that first situation because me and Matt, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say a bad word about Matt. Here's what I am going to say. Here's what I am. I love him. Here's what I'm going to say. Oh, you owe I him money, Matt. Sky, I teamed with Sky Blue. Sky is the best. Sky is the absolute best of us. I will tag with her literally anytime. Um, I travel with her frequently. We see each other often. I will bring her back as soon as i can if only for your daughter to forget my name again oh that's what i'm saying i'm gonna make sure I'm she knows be- that she's chilling right now on her tablet she's gonna be like maybe what? if i bring her another, maybe if i bring her another arizona maybe she'll remember my name i don't know oh yo you going the long way right you know how matt got her to remember her name remember his name he gave her one of these and told her to smack my ass with the shit she beat the shit mm-hmm. out of me at battle club pro with one of these and now, it was, now she can't forget Matt now, Awesome's listen, name. Matt with those sangletas is ruthless. He don't care who gets hit. I'm just glad it ain't me. No, I hate you, but... Trauma. Too much trauma. No, I got no ass now. It's Yeah, I got a seat belt on this seat so I don't slide off and shit. You know? <laughs> fucking kid. Ruthless. Awesome. No, look, I, I, was, I was talking to Tag before you got here. My 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 greatest passion for this, my greatest love for this is entertaining and connecting with people, uh, whether it be in wrestling or in any of the other performative that I've done. I find myself most fulfilled when I'm making someone feel something. And the best way that I can do that is wrestling. Hey, no, nah, I hear you. And wrestling is a very powerful uh way to connect with people because like I, I told PJ Savage last week that uh you know people like to talk shit about wrestling but it's it, it's sometimes the only thing we got and it's the only thing we can yeah. it, you know what I'm saying it's the only way that we can feel like we're a part of something and to have those moments with people especially people that like you don't even know but you feel like you know them it's it's a strong connection Absolutely. you know and and yeah, and then nobody can take that away from us. And to be able to do that, I'm pretty sure is very fulfilling, you know, for, for you at least. Because that the only connection is. I got it is the chancleta to my ass. And not <laughs> and, and, and to add to that, to be able to do it so recently, multiple times now, and to have upcoming as well, to be able to do it and in St. Helen is in the Bronx, in the neighborhood I grew up in in Parkchester where my 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 late grandmother raised us a couple blocks away where they would walk us to and from school every morning right there at St. Helena's was like 
it was a it was a different experience that's that's giving me goosebumps right now. It's an experience that that raised a part of me that like put me in the stands, put me in that almost childlike mentality of like anything is possible here. And, and that's all I want other people to feel with wrestling. I just want them to know that anything can happen. Absolutely. So let me ask you, who did you look up to? That's it. Conversation's over. You just ruined the rest no, of the spot. Was your question? I'm sorry. I, I steamrolled your question. Like, with that being said, <laughs> with so that cool. being said, being I that know, you know, know you grew up in the Bronx and everything like that, who did you grow up uh, really like watching and looking up to when it came to like professional wrestling? So my first, I think my first proper introduction to wrestling was two little action figures. It was Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy, a couple figures. But when I was when I was a little older, I was probably like eight or nine, and I got a I got a GameCube and a couple of games on the cheap, and one of them was WrestleMania 18. So like I had the video game and I had action figures even before I was watching it on TV, and I learned who these characters were through the game, like The Rock and Stone Cold and RVD and Jeff Hardy, and these are all Attitude Era guys because I was playing the game years before it came out. I just we didn't get when you don't have a lot, you get things late. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so that Absolutely. was my experience. that was my so that was my experience. So the first time I turned on wrestling proper, like on my own, I was ten or eleven years old. Uh, I was in the after school program in school in the fifth grade, and and I was playing, or I was I was at like in the cafeteria. A kid had a, a PSP, and he was playing WWE two thousand and seven. So I guess this was like oh six. So I was like ten. And it was Shawn Michaels, full sweet chin music animation, stomp, stomp, kick. And I just thought to myself, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. What was that? Tell me everything. And the kid was like, oh, this is, this is the new WWE game. Like, you gotta, it's Monday. You got to watch Raw tonight. You got to watch Raw tonight. I'm like, okay, what? tell me how. Tells me how. I go home. It's 9 p.m. My bedtime is 9 p.m. I'm 10. It's bedtime. I tell my mom, I'm like, Ma, can I just stay up like a little bit later? I just want to watch a little bit of wrestling. My friend told me it's on tonight. She says, okay. She gives me the hour. I get to stay till 10 that night. Uh, and because of that discussion, I turn on the TV at like 9.08, 9.09. And the first thing I see is Jeff Hardy diving through the ropes, suicide dive, onto Umaga. So immediately, my first proper live wrestling introduction is a dive. And it's a high-flying risk. And, and it it speaks to what I do now because I love to put myself at risk. It's stupid, but I love it. <laughs> and ever since then, I was just hooked. I, I watched it and I was like, oh, I, that, I want to do that. Um, I was telling Tags, like, I, I play football and I, I played football up through high school and into college, but I always knew that whenever football was really, really done, I was going to wrestle. And so I stuck to that. There she is. There you are. Yeah, there goes the Who goat know my right name. there. Okay. <laughs> I'm you, little girl. <laughs> So I just, told them just because you're on camera doesn't first, mean we can't see you. She, I know. So I told him that the first thing, <laughs> the first time you remember him was when he gave you the what? Cheerio. Cheerio? No. No. Sure. What? Yeah, they just and, give her everything. <laughs> yeah, they give her everything. And she's this kid. Yeah. Gets, gets you know, you know when you get the I'm ice jealous. tea, right? I'm jealous because I was a wrestling fan all my life. I come to these shows, nobody gives me nothing. So. 
And then I told it's him how you left it in the refrigerator for about a month. <laughs> yeah, you did. You I see you laughing. And then how you remember him because he partnered up with who? Sky Blue. Sky Blue. And yeah. what's his name? <laughs> what's his name? She doesn't remember. She doesn't remember. It's fine. See ya. <laughs> I'll take that. And I'll take you that. Fat L. Did you see that? Did you see that? I did nothing. I did nothing. It's, it's cousin Gigi. Did they, she turned it against me? You, I didn't do you nothing. Came in here, the first thing came out your mouth when you came in here was "fuck you, toe." <laughs> and you I have skittles, and you don't. You know something? Well, what if what if I wanted some skittles? Can I say? Can you share some skittles with me? Yes. Oh, with you, it's fine. Yeah, All right. yeah but what you, about me? Cool. Toe, toe, don't get nothing. Yo, no. and she gave yeah, no. she gave every single person in that in that four way tag team match a fish you for me. I've been sitting next to her the whole event. She gave everybody a fishy. Bougie got a fishy. Right. Big Cuz got a fishy. No, Am Big Cuz didn't get a fishy. He didn't get a fishy. Nobody oh, he didn't get a fishy. Am I gonna see you guys at Invictus at the ladder match? Yes, I'm with okay. it. I, you might yeah. not see her. Maybe. Well, Maybe if that's St. Helens. If, so. you, if you're there, if you're there, you're gonna watch me do something real dumb. I don't know what it oh, is yet. Man. We love dumb. dumb ways to die. Wow. <laughs> he, he might let people what's know what's that he knows that. What's funny is that you would think uh, uh, Sky Blue, who's a contracted AW wrestler and just a friggin' cutie, um, she loves to do dumb things and encourages me to do dumb things. Uh, nice. So. so here I am. It's always great but to have friends that encourages you to do dumb <laughs> shit. It's great. <laughs> Matt, stop putting me over in the comments. Leave me alone. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> do you have any questions for him? Ma'am? Do you want to ask me what my name is again? Do you want to ask him what his name is? Hold this. Hold this. I'm holding. You can read it on the screen if you want. You ain't got to okay. ask me. Nope, nope. Okay, she... Yo, you know this 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 little girl got got Willow Nightingale to torment me into twerking, and then Good. she doesn't even have the audacity to remember your name. You see this? Hold on, dancing with Willow is a is a, is a yes. blessing. That's yes, right. It is, but I would and even dance with her Valentine. and dance for her. And Brooke yes. Valentine. Yes, this is both of them threatened my life. For me to twerk, I'm I got not, a bad back. Thick and is, juicy, got him twerking. Yes, thick and juicy. They 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 were tag team, thick and juicy. Copy that. And yo, they lived up to the name. I'm just letting you know. But wow. <laughs> hey, they did. I mean, you have a soundboard next to you. How, how are you doing? Yes, yes. I have a yes. go XL. I have everything. I have everything. <laughs> yes. I have stuff that I have stuff that the little one can't hear, and also I have a show. He's not here, but I got his voice. Yes. So that way he's always a part of the where, show. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> he? He should either he's at work or on his way home, but I know he's ducking us right now. I don't know. He's probably in the chat somewhere. He's probably he's probably listening to this shit, trying to write in the chat and forgetting how to spell, hey man, I'm here. But you know <laughs> But I oh, yeah, I got a soundboard, I got all this stuff going on. But all right, yeah, so the video game got you into wrestling. And then you went to Long Island. To the product, watching Jeff Hardy dive on Umaga as the first thing I saw hooked me, took me, and and captured me for the rest of my life. And as I got older, those friends who initially introduced me to, to WWE, to the video game or the show or whatever, 
you know, they aged out of it. They stopped watching it, whatever. Around 12, 11, 12 years old, you kind of realize that it's not exactly on the up and up. And that's when they start phasing out. Me, I learned that information. I learned what wrestling really is. And I dove further because that's when I realized, like, oh, like, anybody can do this? Well, now I want to do it for real. Like, I really want to. I started drawing up my gear. I started creating little cartoons of myself, um, practicing moves on a big teddy bear. I'm, like, 11 years old. And I'm just imagining my whole life, right? And it's never going to be what you imagine it to be, like, when I was 12, I thought I'd be the youngest world champion of all time, younger than Randy Orton to win the world title. Like, life doesn't turn out the way you want it to, but you can still chase your dream and make it into something you want it to be. And I just, it, take, it just I takes longer for some other people. Yeah, I, I just stuck with that mentality. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just as much in love with this, if not more, than I was at 10. Uh, yeah, I hate you. Yeah. Can I show you something so we can connect even further? Yes. This is my creative guy. This is my guy that I made. I love and I it. just finished him over the weekend. That <laughs> so, is dope. That yeah, is dope. so, and I, I took Ricochet's head because, you know, it's the closest oh, thing sure. I got to a Spanish I guy. And, you know, you the, whose head did you put yeah. on? <laughs> they didn't make a Maurice chest that one. Cesaro, so good call. Yeah, because <laughs> but Cesaro got a huge head, though. I'm not going to lie. Ricochet is proportionate. Nah. I, got, I got no neck, so, you know, it helps. <laughs> I um I was lucky enough a couple years ago that someone made a Funko Pop of me, a custom Funko Pop, and made a custom box and gave it to me at a show, and I still have it. It's it's in my living room, uh, next That's to uh, a stand up picture that somebody gave me. Like I've I've been lucky enough to to get a couple of really cool gifts in in and around wrestling, but the Funko Pop definitely the coolest. I gotta, send you, I gotta send you guys a picture because it's it's dope. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if you notice, I'm a collector of Funko. Pop. I see him in the back. Yeah, yes. I've got, I've got like 15 or 20. I wouldn't say I'm a collector, but when I see some, when I see one I like, I pick it up. No, I'm 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 a collector. I I we, I love. We went to a store and we bought like a bajillion of those. Yeah, we did. We <laughs> we, we definitely went on a little shopping haul of uh full of Funko Pops. But I just yeah, I just yeah, love listen, everything that's like nerdy. Therapy, and shit like that. Therapy, it could just be a hobby. I get it. Either way, it's fun. Absolutely. Um, and I st- and I still have Funko Pops that I don't even have space for them right now. I have to buy another showcase for that. Um, and to put more in it. Um, but yeah, that's me. Um, let me ask you, uh, what are your goals for this year? So you got a lot of matches coming up. We got, we got a lot of, a lot of amazing opportunities. I, I definitely, we spoke about you going to down to AEW to shoot dark and everything like that. What is like your main goal to reach by the end of this year? So I've been really fortunate to have, in the last year and a half, right? So like basically the beginning of 22 to go from what felt like not a great time in my career, very quickly turn into the most eventful and most, uh, I guess, impactful growth period. I was able to go to Germany uh, for, with work with WXW. I was able to wrestle for AEW. Uh, I've been on the road a lot more than ever. Uh, I wrestled for Revolver. I wrestled uh, for beyond I wrestled for chaotic a lot of other places just last in the last year and a half so I guess you know I I, I I've been 
hesitant to, to say it publicly, but I've been saying this phrase to myself and to my very close circle for a few months now. And it's 2023 is the come up, 2024 pen to paper. I want to spend this year wrestling as many big names at as many big places and pursuing as many tangible opportunities as I can. Um, because next year in 2024, my goal is to sign a contract, to wrestle full time, not have a shoot job, not have any other hustles and just wrestle. And I'm not saying that that is the ultimate thing that you could do in wrestling. That's not everybody's goal, but that's my goal. Uh, so in 2023, some more ways to write down the actual goals. Cause that's the way I do things is I want to go back to Germany. I want to go to England. I want to wrestle, uh, in California again. I want to wrestle in Texas. There's still some places that I haven't touched. I wrestled in 21 States, I believe 21 or 22. Uh, I want to wrestle in Puerto Rico because Josue Boricua, and I want to go back. There, there are a lot of, there are a lot of like specific goals that I have, like those. But on the whole, it's 2023 is the come up. 2024 is pen to paper. I've been saying it to myself every day for months, and I guess I'm saying it publicly for the first time. So, hey man, and I believe in you, bro. We both. It, it will happen. Yep. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Love it. I'm going to put the little one to bed. I'm definitely going to be right back. You have anything to say? Oh, anything I... nice to say? Let's let's put it that way. First, do you have anything nice to say? So I think you won't be telling me. Okay. That... And I have something mean to tell. Okay. If you tell. And, and there we go. <laughs> there we go. And there we go. This? What did you do to deserve it? I don't know. Nothing. I did nothing. It's been since day one. She met me and she started smacking me with a chancleta. <laughs> I'll do it again. You know, this is what it was. You see? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yo, get get this. The first time I met her, we went to Dynamite in um Jacob in the Arthur Ashe Stadium, the Grand Slam. So yeah. we're talking and Gigi goes, Wow, you're really short. Right, and I'm like, well, you're just not looking at me right, you know, you because people have a sure, they don't know how to look at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was legit so, then, the first thing I said. I was like, I think yeah. Toe is out, Toe is out here. Oh, damn, nigga, you sure? And then he yeah. turns around like that's yeah. Gigi. That's yep. Gigi. I was like, there goes Gigi, fucking figures. And then, yeah, so I'm talking, to, and then I just get this burning sensation in my ass. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I turn around, his match smacks me with a chancleta. Ever yeah. since then, she wants to beat me up with a chancleta. I, I hate yeah. to hear it. I, unfortunately, I can't defend you. I will bring you to Arizona's next time I see you. Well, hopefully she doesn't throw an Arizona at me. Don't throw the Arizona at me. That's right. That's a collector's item. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Chill. That's going to my refrigerator for another month, eh? like, I had to tell her. You have to drink yeah. it. And don't drink you it. Save drink it forever. It. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Go to go to six of his events, get a six pack, then put the plastic on there and just walk around with it. <laughs> I know he's crazy. And, you, and then you put one letter of each, you know, you know, one letter for his name on each on each can, and then boom, yep. you'll never forget his name. Exactly. Shut up. Shut up. Listen, I'm trying to help you out. 
He he's the one that bring uh, Sky Blue to the show. You want to take a picture with her? Huh? I'll threaten you with 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 her. No, I'm not a bad I know a guy. I, I, I know she, a guy that she, knows Sky Blue. I can pull. She runs, no, 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 no. Let, let me oh. get it straight. She runs my schedule. Okay, she tells me where to be. I just show up. I don't tell her where to be. She tells me where to be. Bueno, I'll be back. No. All right, <laughs> put her on the side there, but. You see this? I, I don't do nothing. I'm a nice no, guy. She just wants to really, beat me. That was really yeah. not cool. That was really that, that kid needs to be taught some manners, man. I don't know. Yeah, the exorcist or something. You know, what I'm just, <laughs> she seemed no <little> cute before <laughs> she met me, and then boom, now I'm getting my ass kicked. Hiding behind big cuz. It's brutal. You should hide behind big cuz. I had behind big cuz when I came too. He's huge. Yeah, yeah, he's almost my height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you're seven for one. Yes, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, most people, yeah, most people, most people forget because you know, I don't want to overshadow y'all, so I'll I'll slide you down a couple inches. Yeah, it's not about me. Yeah, yeah. yes, it's not about me. It's about y'all. You know, I'm there to support y'all. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But all right, so (laughs) we're back in. um, Where were we? You went to school. You started doing the broadcasting stuff. I heard a story that you you said on another podcast about how you was pushed into going to wrestling school after college, right? Or during college? Or... I was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say pushed. I wasn't, I was motivated. I was like, kicked, I was yeah, the there you go. That's bit. the better. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I, like I said, there was a couple of years there where I was doing everything but football, which was sort of that experimental time for myself, so I could try other things. But part of that time was also training a bit of Creative Pro again. I, I went for another few months in between those two years and just made sure that I didn't forget the thought the things I learned the first time. But yeah. uh, Creative Pro, the best wrestling school in America, is also pretty expensive and a pretty far ways away out in Long Island. So it's not something that I was able to do all the time. I wasn't working at the time much. I was I was working enough to pay for community college. So. Uh, I was moving to Florida. I wasn't a football player anymore. And I was just a student. And I didn't, I had never really done that before. I had never been in a, in a, in a college experience where, where I didn't have a focus or activity outside of academics. And at that time, I was talking about, hey, I really want to wrestle again. I'm in Florida. You know, I, I'm here in the heart of, wrestling basically and my girlfriend at the time who i had just uh started living with down there she had told me like hey like stop talking about it you're here today's the day do it now like look up wrestling schools in the area right now and so i did and i was also lucky enough to have a cousin down there who was a professional wrestler at the time jason cade he's exceptional he, he he worked with mlw he's worked with impact he's worked on pwg he's done extra work with aw and wwe as well he's wrestled for the both and like i i moved into the same apartment complex area as him so like i started wrestling at a wrestling school and then i started just going wherever he would be willing to take me and meeting guys like matt riddle and rich swan and moose and learning from those guys and, and cedric and like working out with him or doing in-ring training with him as well as a couple other schools in the area, like I, but I needed that little kick in the butt because I was talking about it. I was talking about it and I almost forgot how to just go do. So 
I got that little uh, encouragement. And, you know, we don't, we're not together. We don't, we don't talk anymore really, but I'll never not give her credit for reminding me what it's like to chase something for real. I hear you. Sometimes you need that push, you know? Yeah. You know, it, um, I listen to motivational speakers and I don't know if you heard of uh, Les Brown. But I have no. I, I may have. I may have heard. I may have heard their their work, but I, I haven't. I don't know them by name. Okay, so he he says some, and he quoted what he believed was Joe Frazier saying that some of us are blind men waiting on the corner just for somebody to take our hand and lead us across the street. And sometimes, you know, you just need that person to take your hand, and say, "All right, do it." Because you know, and, and and at that time, like I, it was that encouragement that I needed. And when I was first starting to land at other independent wrestling spots in Florida when I was first starting to chase those bookings like I needed somebody to drive with me sometimes or help me sell merch the best I can or even just help me carry a bag help me keep track of my contacts on the day like when I was learning how to do what I do now uh having my my, my girlfriend at the time who was not a wrestler and had no interest in wrestling just had my back and that's really all you can ask for when you're starting something as yeah. big as what you want to be your life's work. I hear you. I hear you. And so at what moment while you was training, did you say, all right, I'm going all in. Was it that moment where she said to start doing it? Or was, was it your first match, your first training? It wasn't even, it wasn't even my first anything. I had been, I don't know how to do anything half-assed. So I guess I was I was already going through the motions of doing it wholeheartedly when I started right away. Like I, I would go to training every day. I would work out every day. As soon as, as long as I got my schoolwork done, I would do all of the things outside of school. We're just wrestling things. Um, and when I started going to shows and when I started traveling and I got custom gear and I got music and I all of those things, right? Character, when every everything was developing and I still wasn't in my head saying like, all right, I'm just gonna do this forever because I was still pursuing my degree at the time. And I was broadcasting and interning with WWE at the time. So in my head, it was like, all right, I'm gonna wrestle for as long as I can because at some point I'm gonna get hired to talk for a living. And that's awesome too. Like I love wrestling. So if my job in wrestling becomes on-air storyteller in any capacity i am thrilled to do it but when my internship ended and i was all but told hey when you graduate we're gonna hire you here i was prepared to stop wrestling and broadcast with wwe uh and then the pandemic happened i graduated during the pandemic and instead of hiring me they fired about 200 people yeah, I remember that. It's out of my hands. It's out of their hands. It's out of anybody's hands. That's just the life circumstances. And I also yeah. thought I would be done wrestling because nobody knew how long the pandemic was going to last. And to give you the full insight on what I was thinking was like, all right, like this lockdown pandemic thing is going to last for a few months. I'll have graduated by then. WWE will bring back the people that they fired and maybe, maybe they'll still want to hire me. So during the pandemic, I moved back from Florida to New York. I packed up my car and my, my girlfriend at the time's car, and we drove right back home to New York. Uh, 
Um, and I basically said goodbye to wrestling because I thought, all right, by the time the lock round, lockdown is over, they'll call me to talk. That didn't happen. They kept a lot of the people off staff that they let go. And they didn't hire new broadcasters for a while. They didn't hire new wrestlers for a while. And things changed. The way that they looked at talent changed. The way that they brought in talent management changed as well. So, like, there was a different dynamic that I had with the company after the pandemic. And that's when I thought to myself, for real, okay, this WWE broadcasting thing, at least in the in the interim, is out. I just go right back to wrestling. But now I'm in New York where I don't really know anybody, where I have no shows, no connections. And that's when I met Matt. We we had a mutual friend who knew that we were both wrestlers. They connected us on social, but we never really spoke. And when I was in New York, Matt hit me up. He goes, hey, I'm training at this place in Queens. You should come through. Steve Pena was there. I linked up with Pena. Me and him became tight. Uh, we started training together, and then he brought he put me on to a couple shows. And, and ever since then, I've had a a foothold for myself in, in the tri-state area, in Connecticut, in Massachusetts, places that I'm able to work here because I had to rebuild my career from scratch. Uh, for a little while, I would just go to Florida and wrestle once a month until I met Pena and the East started, the Northeast started opening up again and I was able to get myself together. So I would say when I started wrestling post pandemic was when I fully committed to doing this and only this as my main pursuit. And I've done other jobs. Like I said, I edited the WWE for a little while. I, I make content for people. Uh, I, I do sports broadcasting projects. But my main pursuit for the last two years, two and a half years, is wrestling. I, okay, so are you one of those people that believe that life happens for you instead of for um, happens to you? You know, I don't, I don't think life happens at all. I sort of think that you have to make life happen. Like, if you sit on your hands and just wait, not much will come your way. And some things will. I think some opportunities yeah. come to those who wait. Or some opportunities and some circumstances happen just by you allowing other things to pass you by. But I think um, on the whole at least for someone like me who's pursuing something as difficult, as odds heavy as what I'm pursuing, my life's in my own hands. And I have to feel that way because if I don't feel that life is in my hands, then why would I do any of this? Um, does life happen to you or for you? I don't know. All I know is that my life, to the best of my uh, uh, cognizance, is mine, so I have to take. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Not he. I mean, you definitely put yourself in a position where the choices were wrestling or wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you didn't, yeah. if you didn't pursue any of this stuff, you wouldn't have the choice of wrestling. But you know, with exactly. football exactly. happening the way it happened, you went to wrestling. And then you know the the broadcasting stuff happening, pandemic happened. There's wrestling there. You know, it it exactly. seemed like you know. Something's it's, trying it's to tell like, me to tell you that wrestling like is your, life, your way. It's almost like life is life is steering me back in the direction I know I yeah. really want to be at. And it's almost yeah. I, I've I I never I'd never want to say college is a is the safe route or the easy route, 
because I'm the first in my family to graduate from college. And and that's congratulations an accomplishment in itself. Thank you. That's an accomplishment in itself that makes me a little emotional, honestly. But like no, I... it was it was in no way was it easy, but my family always encouraged me to go do it. Uh so I don't want to say it was the easy route, but what it was is a more traditional route. And so my pursuing of a degree, although important to me, it wasn't it wasn't fully what I like really wanted in my heart. It was more like, all right, like I, I love this thing that I want to do so much, but if that fails me, I have to know that I'll have something to fall back on. Yeah. And some people say that some people say don't have a plan B because if you have a plan B, it becomes your plan A. But I don't really believe in that, and, and I feel like I'm proof. I don't that. either. Yeah, I, I I don't believe in that either because, like life did for you, it's gonna turn you into where you need to be, because you can't you can't have your life planned out your whole way. Life is gonna do things, and you have to take the turns with life. You know, Absolutely. like I wasn't always, I wasn't always wanting to be a podcaster, but life brought it to this way. Absolutely. You know, with, with everything happening. Part of me, you know, part of me, when I when I think of like, you know, I, I see people from that first opening day or first year class of Creative Pro. I see Caster, I see Bear Bronson, I see the literal world champion of all the wrestling, MJF. All guys that started around the same time as me. And I think to myself, I said, man, if I just didn't go to college and I just stayed wrestling from the moment Creative Pro opened, I would be there too. And then I have that second thought that says, no, I wouldn't. I was not mature enough. I hadn't learned how to fail yet. I hadn't learned to be grateful for the things that I do have. And I didn't get to do all of the other things that I wanted to try and do without failing at football or out of my first college first. All of those were such maturing experiences that it allowed me to be able to chase wrestling as hard as I do and as as level-headed as I can be. I would have quit. Nice. I was not mature enough for wrestling at 18 years old. I, I just wasn't. And I know me. No, I hear you. And the best way to test yourself if you really want something is to fail at it. You know, because if you yeah. fail and give up, it wasn't for you. But if you fail and keep going, no, now we know that this is for you. You just got to figure out a way to win. Exactly. And even within wrestling, there are, you know, dozens of small failures, uh, you know, handfuls of medium failures that, I, that I've faced so far and, and opportunities blown or, or performances uncapitalized. Like I'm yeah. I'm rarely very satisfied with with my work um, because I watch it back and like film study in football, I, I nitpick it, I critique it and I try to make sure that the things I don't like I improve on or I avoid entirely. Uh, but through those trials and tribulations, through the difficulties of learning how to wrestle, how to put a good match on, how to, uh, be in control of my character, all of those things not going well to start with allowed me to improve them because I could have quit. Anybody could quit. Yeah. No, shit. I hear you, bro. I hear you. And And this isn't, this isn't like. It may it may come off to to a listener like me just putting myself over, but the the realistic fact about it is that what I do requires a little bit of delusion and an an impervious willingness to fail and keep moving forward. Yeah, 
Because in all actuality, you're in a business where you have to be able to accept failure because if you can't, then you're going to drive yourself crazy. Exactly. You know, because you're going to, you, you got to make the mistakes and do things wrong until you get it right. You know, 100%. and, I, and, I, and I, you're I come live. Across this, yeah, I, I come across this with um, this, these, these awesome, funny little interactions with, with people. I'm like, Bailey, anytime we share a locker room and I come through the curtain and I'm blessed enough for him to just like me enough to watch my stuff. Sometimes I ask him, sometimes I don't, and he watches anyway. He's the best. Um, but he'll bring me to the back and say, hey, here's what was working. Here's what wasn't working. Here's how you could do things a little bit differently. And I don't know if you've ever spoken to Mike or hear him speak, but he's a very soft-spoken, gentle man. But he's very articulate, and he knows exactly what he wants to say or where he wants to go. So, like, anytime there is a little failure, here's an expert to tell you or to guide you in the right direction on how to make that up. So I've I've been super fortunate to have great wrestling minds take at least a little bit of a liking to me <laughs> enough to Dang. help me and want to see me succeed. And that is rare in wrestling too, because there are a lot of people that don't want others to succeed realistically. Yeah. No, I hear you. And there's some people that can't take criticism and don't know how to learn. Yeah. You know, so they, they see that you're somebody that that's intelligent and that that's willing to learn. And, you know, they, they take a liking to you because who wants their time wasted? Nobody. If you are that person willing to give a critique or give some advice and it's not getting heard, you just stop giving it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, shit, I hear you. But I, I am one of those people that believe sometimes life happens for you. You know, because before, you, in, the, in the beginning of the podcast, I was trying to get an MTA job as a bus driver. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want. Like that, I was like, "Yo, if I get this, I can make some good money." Yeah. I had all these plans, and I still wanted to do this, but I had all these plans. You know, del- you know, a little delusional with how much money I was gonna make and all that shit. And I went there, and I, I, I passed the drug test, I passed the the physical, and then this dude went like this to me, and said, "You need a sleep study." I said, "What? Your neck is too thick." Huh. So, this was during the pandemic, also. So it took about eight months for me to get the sleep study at least approved by my insurance and the spot was given up. So mm. one of our co-hosts show he's, he works in my building, you know, so I see him every day and I'm, I'm talking to him about it and he goes, bro, that happened because you wasn't supposed to be driving no bus. If you was driving a bus, you wouldn't do the podcast. Totally valid. Totally yeah. valid. And not for I, nothing. I, I get it. Like so so the the one school, and I think about this a lot, the one school that offered me full blown scholarship to go play football that was a division one athlete as a division one quarterback was UMass, University of Massachusetts Amherst. You know, not a huge program, but it's also a very highly academically respected program that like I told you, at 18, I was not mature enough to pursue wrestling. I was not mature enough to be at an academically respected college either. I would have failed out or have been disciplined out, or I would have yeah. been academically ineligible, or it wouldn't have gone the way I thought it should have anyway. I will say that is an opp- that is in a situation where, like you said, life happened for me. Life brought yeah. me away from that situation. Put me in a different one, forced me to grow. And, and now you're in a position to be ready. 
to, to for twenty twenty four to have pen to paper. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. Man. I'm not even. I'm not even saying that's the dream no more. That's the goal. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. And and you know, not for nothing to be in a situation where that's the goal, and not the dream is a beautiful situation to be in. I'm I'm blessed, and, man. I'm very fortunate. Uh, very fortunate. Uh, you know, you know, I'm not saying I'm super old. Like I'm, I'm a couple years older than you. But life has taught me that it, it's only a matter of time. Things will come. Like I learned how to drive from my father. I got my my learner's permit at 16 years old. And as soon as I got it, I told my pops like, "Yo, let me drive home." My pops like, "No." He called. He called it. You got the fever. He's like, you got the fever of driving. Yeah. I'm not going to teach you when you got the fever of driving. So after a couple mm-hmm. of months, I'm like, you know, fuck, I'm not going to be able to drive. So I was like, all right, I stopped asking him. And then I went to college and my mom was like, well, let him drive home. And I was in Long Island, in Suffolk County. It was an hour and a half okay, away. Yeah. 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 My, so my pops my was like, okay. Was out there, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's a deep drive on I-95 mm-hmm. and shit. So my my mom was like, let him, he goes, all right, cool. And he gave me the keys. And my first ever drive with my license was an hour and a half from school to home. And he's like, okay. Did you have fun? Because I wouldn't have. No, no. It was in a rainstorm. I was like, I was like, fuck, bro. Yeah. Awful and stressful and gross. I will say I love New York. I love living in the Bronx, but sitting in Long Island traffic or cross Bronx traffic, especially when the weather's bad, makes me want to move to LA or Texas oh, yeah. where it never rains. Yeah. It's so bad. It's gray, it's gross, it's cold. Yeah. I hate it. And that's where it. all that's where all the fucking bad drivers want to come out too in the rain. All the crazy that's, people want to come out in the rain. Best time to drive. You're a bad yeah. driver. That is honestly. That's why I advocate for people should not have guns in New York City. You give me a gun in traffic, bro. All oh, the people in front of me getting shot at. Yeah, we, we have shootings. We have yeah. shootings on the yeah. highway. I know. Cut me off. Wow. Yeah. How are you like it? Shut down. Why is the yeah. shut down? Somebody got shot. Somebody yeah. got shot on the Brockman. Yep. And it was told that did it. Yep. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It was told that did it. You want to cut me off? Blow. How fast you need to get to work now? Huh? With a, with a hole in your shoulder, motherfucker. <laughs> I see you plugging that mug I see you showing that mug off Oh no yeah every week she, she gets like four or five glasses Because of me <laughs> Yeah It gets really well, bad when I start drinking straight from the bottle That's well, when welcome, When shit hits the fan When shit hits the fan And Toby saying some really wild shit Be like nah I gotta drink this shit straight from the bottle Because I, I can't um, I maintain myself Welcome back to Wrestle with Knuckleheads. Tags and I are joined by Gigi again because yes, I'm I'm officially here. No more interruptions. That's it. Um, (laughs) the boss is now officially sleeping. That's it. By the way, should I put you up here so we're the host and then she's our guest? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know I set everything up and shit like that, but Gonyo, what do you want from me, man? She's still here twice before Show or Kenny or anybody else that's on this fucking. You know, we have four four hosts on this show, and it's always just me and Gigi. Apparently, everybody's running away. That's it. We'll hold it down. We'll hold it down. We we have been in the shower always. Gigi, what do you want to talk Um, about? 
<laughs> you know what's so funny? A lot of things that I kind of wanted to talk about because I wrote a list. I do homework too. I love right? that. And I have I'm to write things research. down. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and I'm at, trust me, when I'm at work and there ain't shit to do, I'm like, all right, you guys, I love y'all, but I got homework to do. <laughs> what are you doing? Writing questions down for my podcast. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And everybody's like, can I look? No. I'm like, I'm, I'm busy. I'm like, you want something for me? So understand something. Uh, Matt and I work for the same company, so he understands where I'm coming from with it. I'm sure. <laughs> so once I tell him I'm closing, I don't want to be here. He's like, I understand. <laughs> then I'm like, yeah. Um, but some of the questions I actually had, you kind of already answered because I was definitely going to ask you, do you watch any old matches or any of your own matches to kind of like, and it, it, and this is the thing. I being hearing your answer from before where you watch it and you kind of articulate all of your matches and see what you like and what you don't like and everything like that. We are our own best and yet worst critics. Um, so for me to actually hear you say that, I'm like, fuck, that goes one of my questions. But do you go back and watch any of the old school wrestling matches to kind of like oh, pick up an yeah. idea of like, that's a wrestling move I'm going to want to try. I want to try that yeah, in my I next can totally, I can totally expand and expound on my previous answer because you asked a lo more loaded question than I had answered. So thank you for that. Um, not only you do saying I I'm not asking you good enough questions now? I'm fucking with you. I'm no, fucking no, no, with no, you. I'm you're killing you. it. Hey, you're killing it. Don't do that. <laughs> you, see you, you see how his voice shake? You're killing it, guy. You're killing it. You want me to rub you on the back? Okay, so not only do I watch not only do I watch my matches back shortly after having them and do that sort of film study, but I'll also watch older matches that I've had and see if there's anything I forgot that works. Um I, for example, I used to do something when I first got the Yankee pinstripes and started wearing Yankee, actual Yankee jerseys to the to the ring. I used to do something uh, where I would basically like backhand somebody and then pretend like I just hit a home run. And I want to bring that back because I haven't done that in a little while. So that's fun. Oh, oh, that's but cool. to more accurately answer your question, I watch wrestling from every era. I watch wrestling every day. Uh, I was... The best part about working at WWE in the offices up in Connecticut is that I was, as an editor, I was privy to access to every single piece of content that rest, that WWE has ever produced or purchased, whether that be wrestling, documentaries, interviews, etc. From every camera angle, from every single show, sometimes never even made it to TV. So... If I wanted to watch Sean versus Brett all from camera three down on the floor, I could do that. If I wanted to watch the pre-match conversations between Rock and Cena backstage, I could do that. Everything that we had tape of, I could access, which for seven months of working there, amazing. As a wrestling fan and as a wrestler, I was doing film study every time I had downtime at work. So nice. I would say some of the favorite stuff that I like to watch that's older, anything anything pre-2000 is mostly Sean. I'm watching Sean all the time. Uh, he's the he's my first – he's the first wrestler that I watched that caught my attention. And also as I look back, 
he does things that are still imitated and duplicated today. And there's a reason for that. Not only was he ahead of his time, but he was also the best at his time. So that's my guy, Shawn Michaels. Anything pre-2000 is mostly Shawn, right? And then through the 2000s, I, I, I watch Kurt Angle. I watch AJ Styles' TNA and, and, and Ring of Honor stuff. I, I love watching Danielson and, and Punk and John Cena, but for different reasons. That's just because I love John Cena. I'm a John Cena kid. <laughs> I don't know if I was born in 96. All right, everybody. Wrestling. Yo, that was I a good interview. Watching wrestling. <laughs> I started watching wrestling at, at the era where John Cena was just becoming Super Cena. This was like 2006. He was beating Edge and Sean and like Orton and Triple H. And that's mm-hmm. the best thing you can see as a 10-year-old is this clean-cut, white-meat baby-faced guy cracking jokes on people and beating everyone. That's my guy. Uh, I see Matt threw in the comments, Eddie. I watch Eddie now to study, but I didn't watch Eddie at all when I was a kid because he had already passed. So I watch Eddie now. I, don't connect, I wish I did. I don't connect with Eddie the way that, the way that people who are older than me got to. I just yeah. I didn't yeah. have that opportunity. But I love Ray, and I always have. Um, I, I I like Jericho. I watch Seth Rollins' older stuff. I like I said, I watch Punk and Brian. Like I watch a bit of everything, but the most most of the stuff I'm looking for are people who are shaped most like me, because that's those are the things I can mostly emulate, steal from, study, and then John Cena, just because that's my guy. <laughs> Stop shaking your head. Like he's no, not the goat. Joe Don't Cash do that. just loves him some John Cena. What? Don't he just shake loves him some John Cena. What? This, the greatest of all. You went back to Shawn Michaels and you said that John Cena is the greatest of all time. You I think, Shawn Michaels, I think Shawn Michaels is the best wrestler in the in, uh, in the history of wrestling. But I think John Cena doing what he did for nearly 15 years at the top of the company. Yeah, he's the greatest of all time, no doubt. He's, he's one. The, he's one. I said what I'm I said. sorry. I, 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 I agree with you, If you want to admire someone that was outshined for 15 years but still the champion, go ahead, bro. Do you. <laughs> Do you. If you, wanna, if, you want, if you want someone that, that was that was being dragged by the coattails of everyone else, go ahead. No, bro. no. I don't want to win that WrestleMania so we can have an open challenge on Monday. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna acknowledge what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is point out the fact that Umaga, John Umaga, Great Kali, Bobby Lashley, uh, Edge, Randy Orton, all had their best matches in their careers with John Cena. When did when you wake up from this dream that you're having? Please tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm you're wrong. wrong. You're, you're completely wrong. wrong. How are you with John Cena? They had their best matches with John Cena? Who am I, who am I wrong about? Bobby Lashley. He had some incredible matches. Everyone else. Oh, man. He had Listen, some incredible in matches in TNA as a world champion. First run of WWE, I'm not talking 2018 recently re-signed Bobby Lashley. I'm talking WWE... Bobby Lashley's first run, his match with the, his match with the Great American Bash for the WWE Championship was the best match he had had to date. Who was a better match with? 
Tommy Dreamer. Stop it. Stop it. Well, I would say Tommy Dreamer because John Cena can't do shit. First off, hold up. Just because Bobby Lashley beat the shit out of John Cena for 20 minutes and then John Cena got up, tagged himself in, came in fresh, and f five them or f you them doesn't make John Cena's match the best. He just let Don't him... He showcased him. It's not Don't the best be match hater. he had. Don't be a hater. Okay. So you know you notice how he, he doesn't respect you, wait, wait. it. You notice how on this he list has, of people, he, he said no the great Kali who can't walk. The great the great Kali no, can John barely Cena walk. Dragged him through Look, a title match. Then, then he wants to talk about Umaga. But Umaga Absolutely. had last man standing with the rope and the chain and the STFU. Come on, dude. That's nah, the best match. Nah, no, listen, you listen, know bro. you popped hard for that moment. It's just no, that. I did not. No, I did not. Umaga fought Triple H twice in one night. Let's talk, the about, title. let's talk about Edge. You want to yeah, talk no, about no. Edge? You want to talk about one of the greatest of all time in Edge? Oh, my God. Okay, bro, cool. have you seen match, wrestling the ladder match in, in Toronto? All right, the years, the, yo, the years, listen, the oh. years that you that you were born started with a nineteen and ended with a ninety something, right? Now, if you go into the section of years that were made where it started in nineteen and it ended in eighty something, then you can tell me who the best wrestlers in the world are. But he just said that he yeah. watches That's it. What I'm saying. No, I watch everything. Okay, when, when you, That's what I'm saying. Watch he watches it. So how? Yes. Look at this. You're gonna say that that Umaga, who was a fantastic wrestler, the great Kali, Bobby Lashley, and who else did you name? Edge and Randy Orton both. Okay, well, first off, Randy Orton is should have been one of the greatest wrestlers we've ever seen. He is naturally, he can do literally he everything. Is. What are you talking about? He no, no, should no, 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 no. He, he didn't stopped. Break a sweat. Thirteen time no, world no. champion. Doesn't even break a sweat. Yeah, that first off, that don't impress me. Second, he could have been way better than what he is now. You're telling me that you're satisfied with with Randy Orton going to the peak of his, his the peak of his he, talent, being at the precipice of being at the bare minimum of his talent, and then going, you know what? I'm bored of this shit. Come on, bro. Let's Am let's I be real. But, it's not for me to be satisfied as a fan. As a wrestling fan, I told you, I love this shit. And I want nothing but the best for these fucking wrestlers. And I want the best out of them. I got so you, I'm not man. even going to read so Matt fan, fucking comments. But, but and then you Orton, wonder, and then you wonder why my child attacks you. No, Sometimes no, 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 no. And then you go this. Because he was a bastard for years. I don't want him to win. Yes, but. No, it's not even about winning. It's the fact that this man can do things that other people can't dream about naturally. Sure. Like you said, he was he was the Dustin Rhodes, the natural of this time. Way better, too. This man was smooth. He had the best dropkick in the game, the best spinning power slam in the game. He had the best looking RKO, the best diamond cutter, whatever you want to say. My man, when evolution, he 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 hit. His peak beating Chris Benoit. We'll say his fucking name here. Becoming the youngest Don't world champion. They're becoming the youngest world champion at SummerSlam. A Thank pay per view that they deleted in history. Officially right? been canceled because right? of this My fucking guy right over here. Comes into his, his own. Yeah, he, he comes into his own. He's wrestling The Undertaker, who's a good fucking match at WrestleMania. One of The Undertaker's better matches up until that point because Undertaker, we all know at WrestleMania, had throwaway matches most of the time at WrestleMania. And then not, he and then he falls off. Taker. 
I'm not gonna no, say this, he Ben's falls Baker, off. But I'm also not gonna but, say. But I'm also but, not gonna but say he, that Randy Orton pulled thing. him through it. No, I'm not saying he pulled him through it. I'm saying he kept up with him. Okay. Because at the time, Undertaker was not Undertaker was not a slouch back in those days. Undertaker led the dance back in those days. And Randy Orton, as young as he was, was keeping up with him. And that's fucking impressive naturally. Because you could see so he was what is bored in some of his matches. To make right now? But what is the argument? What I'm trying, trying to make is that this guy should have been way better than what he's at right now. Okay, Y'all fine. say he's the but best. He should have been better than John Cena being the GOAT. Because everybody well, knows he is. Well, well, one, because I was trying to list off the people that you said that John Cena had the best matches with. And then I was trying to say how Randy Orton didn't need John Cena for that. But also, getting back to John Cena shit. You okay. didn't mention... How about in 2016 when AJ Styles comes over and makes him... He makes Styles a star in a moment. Oh, no, no, no. See, this is where, this is where you're confused. Don't worry. I'm here to help you out. Remember, I, I used to be... I will help you Teddy. out. And for everybody that's listening Teddy. on Spotify later, oh, uh, I will help you out. Listen, as a, I, know, I know you're a Cena fan. And as an AJ Styles fan, I would say for him to you, you're welcome. Because he made John Cena a fucking good wrestler. It wasn't the other way around. AJ Styles traveled the in the world, developing his style, his oh, uniqueness no, 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 everywhere. There's no way in fuck. I'm not saying there's no way in fuck that anybody made Styles. Nigga, shut up. No, 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 shut the fuck up. We pop for AJ Styles when the word phenomenal popped up on the screen. He never, he never even showed up on screen yet. And people are no, 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 no. Has been thrown on the play. No, no, no. I am not gonna sit here and let people talk about Cena like he ain't do the shit he did. No, 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 no. Hey, so what's your predictions for WrestleMania? You want to talk about making people stars? Did he make Ryback a star? No. We're going to finish this because he never wrestled Ryback one-on-one. So we're going to finish this right now. And whose fault is that? Shut up. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. What did he do to the Nexus? AJ Styles and John Cena are two different animals. AJ Styles was proven everywhere in the world, no doubt about it. But when he got to WWE and 20% of the audience knew who he was, John Cena made sure that everybody respected him as soon as they had that match. Right or wrong? Wrong. Wrong? How wrong? Wrong. AJ Styles was a a fucking star before John Cena even touched him. Yeah, to the 20% of the people that fucking knew him. What about the other percentage? AJ Styles is one of the... No, 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 no. Because of TNA, the wrestling fans knew AJ Styles. Y'all act like for a moment people that watched WWE didn't tune in in TNA when Christian and Kurt Angle and the main event mafia was over there. People knew AJ Styles, and a lot of people wanted him in WWE. He's one of the few people... Was an outside wrestler that came in and was already accepted. You're doing a lot of this. Gigi, is this what is this what you do, Gigi? All the time, all the time. This is what I deal with. Okay. Every no, no, week. this is what she deals with. The fucking facts. Can I explain something? No, the facts that shut fuck up, bro. Just shut up for okay. one moment. Let somebody no, else. I'm gonna explain. No, no, no. Go ahead. Mute yourself, nigga. Let me speak. Let him. Let him speak, Gigi. This is why I drink from the bottle. Explain this. From. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain this. From the perspective of someone who has worked in the building, guys, check this out. 
the WWE audience is not a wrestling audience. The I know this. Knew AJ, the people who knew who AJ Styles is, as awesome as they are, and I love a smart mark. I do. I was watching wrestling all over the place before I got to do it myself. I knew exactly who AJ Styles was. I've been waiting for him to come to WWE. But the people who are watching TNA, the audience who was watching TNA regularly, and the people who actually wanted to watch AJ Styles versus the WWE audience, when I tell you that the crossover was nowhere near as large as you think it is. WWE audiences play out as this way, right? Especially with live audiences. 60% of WWE audiences are male. That means 40 are female. 40% of those female, 60% male. And 70% of WWE audiences have a child with them. Are children tuning in to watch TNA in 2011 that then saw AJ Styles in 2016? Unlikely. That's not to say AJ was not proven everywhere else. It's to say that John Cena made sure that the WWE audience, the WWE universe, could get behind the most talented wrestler on the planet without knowing who he was. That's what makes John Cena a star. That's what makes John Cena the GOAT. The ability to say, all right, nobody knows who you are, but the people who do are going to shout your name from the rooftop. I'll just make sure that everybody else hears when the wrestling fans shout it out. Do you get what I'm saying now? We'll give that to Roman Reigns. He doesn't have to like it. He doesn't have to like it. No. That's those are the numbers. Those are the facts. Numbers. Not the fact. Numbers. Numbers. Everything. Even though I literally just brought him statistics. That's why your one hundred facts are as good as a snapple fact on the back of a fucking bottle cap bottle. That's how good your facts are. And I will repeat this to you. You want Weekend and you want numbers until the end of fucking time. 73% of the time, I'm right 100% of the time. This is why I tweet every week. Numbers, numbers, bro. Unbelievable. This is how you behave. No, this is how I behave. This is why we have rules for him. Understand? We can agree to disagree about John Cena because at the end of the day, He's not but, the only guy that I stand. He's not the only you, guy that I watch regularly. You, you I could have had right now, right now in wrestling, right now in wrestling, I watch everything. I watch Ring of Honor. I watch New Japan. I watch All Elite. I watch Raw and SmackDown. I watch the indies that I want to be on and the ones that I'm already on. And some of the ones that I don't really want to be on, like GCW, which is just not my style. I watch everything. So in real time, right now, uh I watch. Kenny, and I watch Brian, and I watch Mox, and I watch Brian Gage, and I watch all of WWE because that's the main product here, and we're going to talk yeah. about Mania in a moment. Yeah, and I watch Jordan Oliver and Speedball Mike Bailey and Cole Radrick and and Sky Blue when she's on the Indies. I watch everything. I watch as much as I can. I love wrestling, and I love a lot of people in wrestling. So that may be biased, but like. Yeah, do I think somebody's the goat that you disagree with? Sure, but do we probably agree on way more wrestlers? Yeah, wrestling's awesome. Yeah, listen, I have no problem with you being wrong. You're a little bit of a hater, but it's okay. I have no problem with you being wrong. Listen, but the thing is, you can't give John Cena credit for for literally. 
Yo, AJ Styles literally could have mopped the ring map, the ring mat. That's not the point. With, but that's with not Hawaiian point. punch and got over. That's not. That's not the point at all. That's not the point at all. That's just like if AJ I would have turned around. That's like me saying AJ I'm Styles. the greatest podcaster Listen. host because I got you over. This is this no, is no, how no, sad no, no, no. Cena no, gets underneath his skin and is fucking great. I got this. You ready? You know who's the best podcaster? Joe Rogan, because he has the biggest audience, the largest following, and everybody tunes in when he's got something flagrant or controversial to say. It doesn't mean he's the best at his job. It's just the ability to carry a machine like that. And that's what John Cena has done for so long. And and listen, I I get it. When people start watching this show, they're going to forget about Joe Rogan, and then you'll be like, Joe Rogan gave you the opportunity. Nah. It's me and AJ Styles. I like the oh, parallel you just put God. me and AJ Styles in. I am in the Let same room with AJ Styles right go. now because of Jared Diaz. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. He always has at least one. Everyone give it up rip. for Jared Diaz for comparing me to AJ Styles. I'm the AJ it, it, Styles of podcast. There's always at least one good Johnson in the rant. <laughs> no, you can have that one for free. Put it in your Twitter description. Jesus. I will, definitely. Shit. Right. Now, right. since... Gigi always brings up these no, guys. No, no, it's Gigi not. No, it's not. No, 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 I want to talk about Mania. Can we talk about Mania? I want to talk about Mania, please. One more thing before we talk about Mania. I know you got to go. Before, one thing. Now, pen to paper. Please. What company's on the paper? If you want to speak about it, you don't have to answer the question. What company do you I want know, on that I, paper? I have, I have no preference. I have been fortunate enough to spend time with WWE. In multiple facets, I've had fortunate. I've had the fortunate, the fortune enough to actually wrestle with AEW. Uh, are there pros and cons to each? Are there certain things that I like about one locker room that I don't like so much about the other? Of course, there are, there are going to be differences in competitors. My goal is not to carry one flag over the other because I believe that both have their right to exist. My my ultimate goal is to put food on my table, house myself, clothe myself on wrestling. And so at the end of the day, it does not matter which company gives me the opportunity to do so as long as I'm able to do so. Okay. Okay. Now, one one last question and we'll get to Mania. Pen to paper. WWE, you sign. You get there. Tell me how you see yourself win the WWE Championship. How I win the WWE Championship? I, um, yeah. I spend, your, your your dream of you know so there's no like right now it could be anywhere the, what your dream how you seen yourself winning the WWE championship sure I, I will give you the I'll give you the career rundown on a, on, a, on a footnote or two you ready uh I signed a contract I'm on NXT television hopefully within a year of signing that contract because you know the performance center doesn't always work same way for everybody um NXT television goes well enough to put me on the main roster. I love the money in the bank gimmick, and that's something that I would love to see for myself. Um, the way that CM Punk used it not once but twice, the way that Edge used it, I think I think he was involved in the first five cash-ins in some way. Yeah. I've always I've always thought that money in the bank as a concept, an immediate out of nowhere star making moment, that's that just does it for me. So that's how I see it. I see myself 
And like I spoke on earlier, like I want to climb a ladder. I want to go perform in that death-defying way and prove myself. So if I'm fortunate enough to sign with WWE in 2024, then by 2025, I'm on TV. And however long it takes after that, I grab the contract. I cash in on somebody. Uh, I don't pre-announce pre it because that's an idiotic move. Realistically, if you mm -hmm. have a Money in the Bank briefcase, you don't announce it weeks in advance. You don't announce it a week in advance. You do it when they've just had a match. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then you go beat them up, and then you cash in the briefcase. It's kind of a dick move, but it's the smart move. So, like, that's what I You earn the right to do it. No yeah. rest time. No rest time. That's no right. nothing. That's just right. go straight like, for it. Listen, you grab the contract. That's what it says in the contract. You can have it whenever you want. That's part when Edge did it. Boom, cashing in. I can, Let's go. If I can, if I can dream, if I can dream cast it, if, I, if we're really dream casting it here, it happens at the garden yeah. because that is just my favorite place it's in the world. Home. It's my first. It's, it's, home. Where, I, it's where I saw my for every, rest, for every wrestling my fan and everything that's in from New York. That's home. That's it's the home. dream the right there. Yeah. Yeah. It happens at the garden. Money in the bank. Yeah. Especially like growing up. And you see all these iconic photos of of Hogan, of Andre, of every moments that uh, WWF before yeah. WWF in 2008 during the Rumble Beautiful. after the pec surgery, all of that. Yeah, hater. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I ain't no damn hater. He fucking cheated. Look at this guy. Oh man! So let's Mania? talk about Mania. Well, hold on. Wait, who do you cash it in on? Oh, bro, I don't care. No, no, no. Let's honestly, honestly, I am, I am friends with very talented people, so I'd love it to be someone who I have a genuine relationship, personal relationship with. And there are a few off the dome, and I, I'm not gonna, you know name names or whatever but there's a few people that in my head that i know can make it to that level too so okay that's dope yeah i, love I, that. I just want to i just want to i just want to thrive and bring my people with me that's it i feel you i feel you that's what this little wrestling community is all about however Where? we can kind of get ourselves all up out yep. there because that's that's it <laughs> yep. ain't no other ain't no other way <laughs> And we leave John Cena at the door. Now let's talk about WrestleMania. <laughs> you can try to leave him at the door, but <clears throat> the first wait, wait, wait. The Mania you card. can't do that because John Cena versus Austin Theory for the United States Championship, motherfucker! Welcome, first circle. Now let's talk about the goat. You know, well, hold on. Circle. You, you know, so I'm gonna say this. Gonna I'm win. gonna say this. I would rather watch that match than fucking Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. Oh no! Don't do that! Don't do that! I, don't. Do I would that. rather watch that match, He's that celebrity match, than than fucking with who? Logan, Logan Paul? No, no, no. Let's talk about oh. this. What's your beef for Logan Paul? First, first. So listen, he's a flippy go. shit guy, and I think Seth Rollins would have been better. Take me used. off the podcast, then. What? What the hell? He's a flippy no, shit guy. There's a different. There's a difference. There's a difference where all he's doing is jumping. You're wrestling. Okay. Can, can, you, I, just, can, I, can I present this? Can, no, I, can well, I present okay. this idea? Please. Please do. I'm just presenting Listen. an idea. This is not to disprove or prove or anything like that. Just to present an idea, right? We just talked about my path to wrestling. We've talked a lot about my journey, right? Failures, upbringing, trials and tribulations, and ultimates, 
uh, ultimate goals, right? We've all got a different path. You know, my dad, uh, who ad admittedly was not supportive of me wrestling at first until he realized that you know, you're not going to stop him and he's pretty good at it. So just let him do his thing. He looks at Logan Paul and he says, well, who the hell is this guy? He's not even a wrestler. You're the one doing all the wrestling, traveling the world, doing the indies and, and all this and all that. And I say, yeah, but Pop, you know, The Rock is a Nepo baby. Stone mm. Cold broke his neck playing college football and found wrestling that way. Goldberg played in the NFL and found wrestling that way. Everybody has different path. And so... Although, yes, it is difficult to see somebody like Logan Paul who never wrestled in uh, a middle school gym in front of 100 people or at a wrestling school in front of 10 now headlining pay-per-views. Is that difficult for me to watch? Yes. But I have to respect that he was able to build his brand in such a way that he became popular enough, successful enough, for them to come ask him. He didn't come to WWE and be like, hey guys, I want to have a match. That's not what happened. WWE went, hey, you're one of the most famous people in the world right now. You just uh, boxed Floyd Mayweather. You want to get involved in this shit? And they're like, "Like, in, in, you want to mix it up in our world? And Logan said, not only do I want to mix it up, I want to become an actual superstar. Give me like matches and shit. Train me full time. And then moved to Puerto Rico and has a place in Florida to train full time. What I can say is that although he doesn't come from the same path and isn't seeing the same trials and tribulations, he found a way to make it work for him. Who am I to hate? Honestly, who am I to hate? He figured out a way to go do a thing that he really enjoys. That's what we're all trying to do. Yeah, the same point. You also have to think about Bad Bunny did the same thing. Did you hate on Bad Bunny for having a really cool match and little bunny destroyer on the floor because i didn't that shit like, was dope that no that canadian but, destroyer that he did it was fucking is, is bad, is bad bunny getting a title shot? Dude, listen nobody would expect bad bunny to do a canadian like destroyer like that but nobody also never saying, expected look, fucking logan paul and ricochet to go head on head that jump it's, a, it's, it's an idea it's actually an idea for a spot that i've had for years and just didn't I've never pulled the trigger on it. I never had anybody to pull it off with. And then they did it on TV. And I was like, God damn it. I, I knew it. I knew it was going to be too good. And they did it. And it was too good. It was. Look, it was so you, you good. The way it synchronized you together. You don't have to find them legit. You don't have to find them legit. Watch trying to wrestle Roman Reigns or The Miz or, or whoever else. Right? Rollins. You don't have to find them legit. You don't have to like it. But don't be a hater, man, because everybody's got their own paths and everybody's got their own goals that they want to achieve. And fucking good for him for actually being able to do some of them. So can I tell you my point of view on this? No. No, 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 for being too no, no. positive or just I being love it. I'm not going to tell you to fuck off. Because what I tell you in the beginning of this, what He's I tell so... you in the beginning of this show, Sir, everyone's supposed to feel no, like family, right? We're trying to get right? to a WrestleMania and, card. Yeah, well, listen. For, Go fuck yourself. You know, we're trying to get to a we, WrestleMania we card. Get, we can't get through any job. card. We can't get through any card when you keep interrupting us <laughs> and starting problems. You're the one who started this problem. But start listen, I'm a smoke. Yeah, but listen, I respect everybody's opinion and I respect your opinion. 
And you know some I respect your opinion more than more than most people's opinions on it. But the, 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 no, but this is the thing though. If I was given an opportunity to wrestle at WrestleMania because of my size, I'll take it. I'm not mad at him for for that. Right? But then when it happens once, that's dope. And then it happens again, then they have these storylines and you literally see them taking away an opportunity from someone else and then they have the Throw some other bullshit in there. Like, you're telling, like, Seth Rollins could have easily gotten Austin Theory over at WrestleMania, and that could have been a, a, a moment for Austin Theory to be the United States champion, you know, at WrestleMania for Seth Rollins. But now he's wrestling Logan Paul in a joke shit. When they did that one thing with, with, with Jackass, it was fun with Sami Zayn. Comedy match. Sure, that was, sure, that sure. Was, yeah, that was, that was fun. But now this is a, this is a legit... This is this is no longer a celebrity match. This is a legit exactly. storyline match that they have. Exactly. That that this man came in, and, that's and we job. see people like Cedric Alexander story. always in the background. We see people like Shelton Benjamin, okay. and 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 listen, bro, I get it. No, no and you're right. We're, about we're that. living. We're that's living. Totally that's we're valid. living in a yeah. We're living in as 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 well as talented as a guy like Cedric. Let's use just Cedric for an example because. Yeah, like Cedric. Cedric's awesome, and he's been very nice to me. Cedric is a perfect example of like super talented. Has had trouble connecting with the WWE audience for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know why they broke up the Hurt business. That didn't help. I don't know why they eliminated the Cruiserweight division. That didn't help. Using cruise, using Cedric as an example, or Shelton as an example, or Mustafa Ali as an example, to wrestle Seth Rollins at Mania. I get it because I've been in locker rooms where I didn't get used on a show that I felt like I should be on where maybe somebody's on the show that shouldn't be. That's, that's a position I've had too. Wrestling is not about wrestling, especially at the WWE level. What happens between, what happens between the bells, what happens in between the ropes is the least important part of what we do. Storytelling. Connect with your audience. Pull emotions out of them and sell fucking tickets. And I don't love that that's what WWE is, but that's what it is. So, Cedric versus I, Rollins, is that a banger? Certified, absolutely. But is Logan Paul going to bring you a whole 14 million extra people that listen to his podcast every week that Cedric won't bring you? Yes. I don't love it. That's the reality I sit in, that's the reality we live in inside of the wrestling world. And that's not gonna want. That's not what I'm gonna get mad at, because it it takes way too much energy to be hating. Instead, just enjoy the fucking piece of art that Seth Rollins is about to push out with a guy like right. Logan Paul and keep up. He's not AJ Styles, but he can keep up. Had a hell yeah. of a match with Roman in, in Saudi. Did his thing mm-hmm. with the Miz of all people. Well, well, for, be cool. First off, Roman carried him that match because exactly. he jumped off of everything. And, and Ray carried him at WrestleMania. All Logan had to do was push through when he tore his damn ACL and keep up for the next 15 minutes. But he did it. And you can't say he didn't, bro. I'm look at me. You making me advocate for Logan Paul. This is what you wanted? Uh, no, that's I not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. That's I not what I wanted. I have to. No, I have to because no, you hate it so hard. No. 
No, no, I'm not hating. Gigi paid you, and you know something? I respect I, that. What? You know what? She thought she thought this was gonna be a better show and all that other stuff. I get it. I feel you. I can see it in your heart. I can see it in your heart. You're not genuine about this shit. With you Paul, and you know are, what? You are emotional. <laughs> And it's emotional. amazing. Listen, and it's amazing. Listen, listen, listen. It is amazing to see this emotion come out of you because that no. means that WWE is doing its job. It's not doing its job. You I'm doing my job because I'm making y'all mad. Okay? And it's adorable. Amazing. I'm in the zone. Yeah, so first off, funny. I'm in the zone. Look at you all grown. It's okay. It's okay. Like he doesn't belong. No. This is why. No, but he's but gonna the, go there. It... He's gonna shatter expectations and upset yep. you. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna upset me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at your face. Nobody's you upsetting you. Right no. You know what? Wait, Bro. so who's your prediction? You want Austin Theory to win this, or do you want John Cena? Because we went from uh, this match to well, Logan question. Paul, and I know you won that. I'm just trying to go to the match. I'm just trying to do this job. Listen, are, this is Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Does Seth? I got two different theories here for the Austin Cena match, right? Can we talk about Austin okay. Theory and John Cena? So, All right, let's can go we GG? Because she keeps. I apologize. I have to. I have to interrupt you. All right. Power through. Jesus. I'll tell you how you feel, and I'll tell you how it is. What I think is going to (laughs) happen, what I think is going to happen is that this is going to be the the, the coronation of Austin Theory as the future of WWE in some degree, right? Beating a guy like John Cena, whether you like it or not, tags, is a big deal. However... What I would like to happen, I want to see the good babyface opens up the show with a big W over one of the most vilely hated, annoying guys in WWE. I want to watch John Cena win again and then come out with an open challenge on Monday and see who comes out. That's what I want to see. Yes. I have I have a question for you and the Shoot. legitimate question. You just said Austin Theory beating John Cena is a big deal, which it is. On paper, it's a big deal. I'm not going to not acknowledge how big John Cena is. Sure. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you think that the WWE is going to capitalize on that Austin Theory winning, beating John Cena? Or is it just going to be I beat John Cena for a couple of months and it's just it's not going to go nowhere? Let me ask you Because that's a... I have a a question that I feel like you'll be able to answer your own question right there. Uh... What happened to Austin Theory after he lost the money in the bank briefcase? Nothing, and then they reinvented him to do the, the United States. He looked like a joke for a little bit, right? And then he grew a beard, Triple H took over, and he's been beating everyone since. So, if you have a little faith in WWE Creative, and I know that can be hard over decades of watching, but if you have a little faith in WWE Creative, and most recent patterns can indicate future behavior if john cena sorry if austin theory beats john cena at mania there should be no reason why that would not carry him into main event status will it i don't know but i think it would i i I would trust that that the wwe creative would know what to do with a win like that see see because the way i'm seeing it now is this he beats john cena seth rollins becomes the number one contender against cody rhodes 
He loses to Cody Rhodes. Seth Rollins wins the United States Championship. Because that's 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 the history of what they do sure. with Seth Rollins. But what and then they're gonna have to reinvent a, then they're gonna have to reinvent Austin Theory again somehow. And I then so. put him up take, against Think about think about it long term. Think about it long term, right? You just you just spelled out what you think is gonna happen with Seth, right? Seth will win his match, he'll be one of Cody's first competitors for the title, he'll lose, and then he'll step down to the mid-card title and take it from Austin Theory. What does that mean? That means Austin Theory now has a gripe and a free dance card. If he's not dancing with Seth Rollins, why wouldn't he, a heel, hated, go after the world championship, go after Cody Rhodes, and work a main event program with Cody? I'm just saying, if you just freed Austin Theory's calendar by taking the belt off of him, there's no reason why he couldn't step up to the plate. Yeah. There's also I, no reason why he couldn't step up to Cody Rhodes after John Cena. You're right, other than already having the title. Because how but, often do you see a guy with a mid-card title want the bigger title uh, as well? It's not often. It's sometimes, but well, it's not often. It's not often the past couple of years because Roman's been holding both titles. That United States title is the Royal Championship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So if Cody has both titles, and they're not going to split them right now, maybe down the road, but if Cody has both titles, Austin Theory's not going to be like, yeah, I want three belts now. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You got to get, at some point, whether it be to, on Saturday or three months from now, at some point, Austin Theory has to drop the title. If you want to move him into main event status, he can't be the U.S. champion. Yeah, but then that's going to erase what the what scene is, because how are you going to have someone lose Why? be a number one contender? Why? Why would that erase, though? Wrestling wrestlers, sorry, wrestling fans are short-term characters. Um, you want continuity, right? But at the end of the day, uh, do you buy John Cena as a main event star, even though he lost to Kurt Angle his first night, or because he lost to Taker a few months later, or because Randy Orton beat him like seven times in 2007? Mm-hmm. Of course you still buy him as a main event guy. Yeah. Continuity matters. Oh, no, no, no. Well, they forced You can them. lose matches and still come out better for it. You can have Austin Theory wrestle Seth Rollins or wrestle Bobby Lashley or whoever else, use, lose the U.S. title and still come out stronger in defeat, come out shinier in defeat. So what's the point of him with John Cena then? Uh, a big name victory on the biggest stage where the most people are watching. Yep. Because most people aren't turning into, but- tuning into Raw every week. I, Most people are watching Mania. But what did that do for Fandango? His, his debut, WrestleMania against Jericho. That's insane. You know what, though? That's that's an unfair comparison because Fandango, as a character, didn't have a lot of legs. Because no. He, he wasn't a seriously treated wrestler. He beat Jericho, even though Jericho didn't want to put him over. He didn't have a good stance as a character in, rest, in the WWE. And not to mention, different creative. Very different creative. Nine yep. years ago, ten years ago, I think, where Vince McMahon was in charge, and now, as of at least as of today, Triple H is in charge, and he's done a great job of reinventing Austin Theory to be a main event caliber heel. Yeah, but so have the, a little faith is what I'm saying. No, no. So faith. here's the thing, though. In my, in my eyes, in my eyes, for uh-huh. for storytelling purposes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory can move forward in a loss to John Cena better than he can move forward in a loss to Seth Rollins. Because in actuality, him versus Seth Rollins needs to come to a conclusion. And if Seth Rollins gets the better of that of that um, 
rivalry between the two, Seth Rollins won the rivalry, where if he lost to Cena, he lost the match. But he can show that he can hang with a main event guy, the caliper of John Cena, which is bigger than any other person besides Roman right now. Sure. I, I also feel, though, that if you want to talk about winning rivalries, like Seth Rollins lost his feud with Roman Reigns and came out no worse than when he came out of losing his feud with Cody Rhodes. Some people are just made. And if you have a WrestleMania victory over John Cena, you take the risk that he'll be made. And you don't have to worry about him losing a rivalry with Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins is made. It doesn't have to be a downgrade just because you lost a feud if you lose a feud with one of the best guys in WWE today. You know what I'm saying? Like if you no, re- if get- you really establish if you really establish Austin Theory on Saturday, what he does for the next 12 months almost doesn't matter. Because he beat John Cena yeah. at WrestleMania. As long now, as you don't choke him down. Now, now the, the the thing is him beating John him beating John Cena isn't the concern. Him making a name with John Cena. Now you just said he had the best matches with Bobby Lashley, Great Khali, and Umaga. You're, you're, you're muted, Gigi. What's and wrong Umaga, with that? Right? Well, what's wrong right? with now, that? Now here's the thing. Well, what's if wrong Austin with Theory that? pulls out the best match he's ever had with John Cena at WrestleMania and loses, what you just said is correct. If he has the best match he ever had with John Cena and wins and then loses to Seth Rollins, that slows him down. Slows him down to who though? Because wrestling it slows him down to what? Not, not for nothing. Not for nothing, guys. This shit is scripted. No, I main get event it. Guy is whoever they t- so 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 a main but, event guy is whoever they t- is a main event guy. Yeah, but here's the thing though: and when you you're writing, reject it, right? You can be yeah. You can do the Roman Reigns thing and yeah. reject it and punch at it for years and years, but most of the time that's just not going to happen. We'll accept Bobby Lashley as a main event guy just after doing a, a Rusev Lana love angle because they told us he is. So we accept mm-hmm. it. And he also he and also did the hurt business. That was a yeah, lot you, of me. You, and gotta, they do solidify, you gotta do something. It, they, you gotta do something yeah, to solidify but it. But once they you also, do it, it's a they, done. That's it. It's done. This, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, they were jokes. They solidify themselves, Bobby Lashley through the hurt business and winning the WWE championship. It was against the Miz, but winning the WWE Drew's, Championship Drew's made story. him Drew had to leave for like five yeah. years and come back. Well, both of them, both both of them did, yeah. But when Drew was back, he was the bastard, and he was uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard. Then he started yeah. looking like he was taking himself serious. Now this is what I'm saying: once he got that momentum, and then he, you know, he started becoming a fan favorite, and we started seeing, okay, he's the next guy. He won the Rumble. He won the title. He went on his way. What happened? He lost to Randy Orton at SummerSlam. And that, that kind of this. He's still, he's still made. That's why you can plug him into any main event program, and it's believable. Clash of the Castle, the la- he had that big title, and, and he lost. That was, but and that was. He it. didn't have any wins leading up to that, and they put him in the title picture no, no. anyway. We all bought it. We yeah. all thought, but Drew's going to win. But that was Scotland. it, though. And then he didn't, but he almost did, and that was good enough. But for his the fans his, the his first reign would have been better if he didn't lose out of nowhere to. Randy Orton, and yeah, they have to win it back. That was pandemic wrestling, and there was no crowd. Yeah, I, I gotta give them, a, I gotta give them a pass for everything that happened there. Come, because come, there was come on, I can't. Gauge. 
Listen, yeah, let's bro, let it go. Listen, let I can't go. give I can't give I can't give a let pass. If I'm gonna be this hard, it, no, in all acts, if I'm gonna be this well, hard on Cena, this hard. I'm gonna be this hard. If I'm gonna be this hard on Cena, I'm gonna be this hard on everybody. Hey, so you, you know, know why? Why? No, you know why? Because I want the best from these people. And you know what? You, yo, you just give it up. Chance. And if you're cool, you know what? And every time you mess up, wouldn't so you, you wouldn't be better Saturday than what you were at WrestleMania. Just shut the fuck up and let's continue with the card. Stop being fucking emotional. No, we're, we're having a real conversation. We're having yeah, a real no, conversation. I think this is, think this is a good conversation. I do think we need to get through the card. But I let me let me say this, and then I'm I'm okay not saying anything else after. I love wrestling with all my heart. I really do. But as a as a fan, as a wrestling fan, for most of my life, I really don't criticize the product very much because there's nothing I could do about it. I can have my opinions, sure. But am I, am I really going to get heated about it if at the end of the day they're going to tell me what to watch and I'm going to sit there and take it or I have to shut off the show? And I don't want to shut off the show because I love wrestling. So what am I going to do? I'm gonna tune in when Hornswoggle is playing games. Yeah. I'm gonna. Tune I'm in. gonna tune in when John Cena and Randy Orton are wrestling for the twentieth time. I'm yeah. gonna. And I'm gonna yeah. watch when Logan Paul wrestles Seth Rollins, and I'm gonna Listen. watch when Cody has to defend the title against Mondays. the Miz of all people at some point. I'm gonna watch Tuesdays. because you're, you're having. What's our other option? Tuesdays. You know, Wednesday. You know what that means. Me being mad. No, yeah. I don't love yeah. everything that's happening on AEW either. And I have friends in the building at AEW, and I don't love how some of them are being used. But what am I going to do? Not watch? No. No, but here's, sure. the, here's the thing, though. You love wrestling. It's not. It's not wrestling. a thing. Very passionate. Yeah. Look here. I'm saying you're not emotional. You're passionate. And I want the best from it. That's the thing. I'm sitting of, here of and, I, and I'm saying, well, who's and I'm saying this whole listen, shit. But if you they know, agree to it, a, maybe it's best York for York them York. in their eyes. Like you're, I'm a New York, York Jets fan. I'm a New York Jets fan. Every year I'm disappointed, but I don't get Bro, mad at them. I am a Jets fan also. I am a Jets fan also. But this is the thing, though. You know when they lose? Yes. But do you know why? No, no. That's absurd. We don't play for the team, bro. No, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. There's always you know, a thing. There's always you know, a fucking you know thing. Like, go you know, the fucking thing. You know why I give so much shit? You know why I give so much shit to Logan Paul and to and to Dominic Mysterio, Not which is a, no, uh, a whole other conversation. Jesus. Whole other conversation. conversation we don't need to get into. Yeah, no, no, but but down, down. I give so much shit to these people, and I give so much shit to the company. Is because just like you know, Jerry, just like you know. A lot of people, including myself, would give anything to be in the position, right? Sure. Absolutely. And then I'm sitting here watching it from you. And believe it or not, I want to see them succeed because the better they do, the better the product I'm watching. But then you see the, 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 some of the shit they're doing. It's like, bro, you're, you're doing the bare minimum here. And I'm not asking you to turn it to the fucking greatest wrestler I've ever seen. But sure, bro, nah, you you sit there, you sit there, and you say that you trained with this guy, and Shawn Michaels put you through this entire match for a right. year so you could have a phenomenal oh, match at WrestleMania, and you and you did a good match. You had a good match at WrestleMania. That's beautiful. But now you're on the mic and you're assaulting my fucking intelligence, and it's not a part of your gimmick. If it was a part of your gimmick, I get it. It's because you have no idea what the fuck you're doing there. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm sitting here like, yo, bro. 
They gave you 10 minutes of this shit. I could have watched some someone else be out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like but Baron Corbin didn't need JBL. You, I give JBL you, the same that, shit. But that's not what you get, bro. It's not up. But I get we it. But if, look, if we this if is we my way agree, of showing. We all agree. We let him go all, all, all night long with well, this. Well, but, <laughs> but, the thing, but the thing is, this, if no one, we all agree, we can Daniel Bryan the show, right? If we all agree, we can Daniel Bryan our way into anything, right? Or yep. we can boo John, or we can boo Roman Reigns for 15 minutes on an opening segment because he beat Undertaker. We can ride if John Cena loses, right? Or John Cena wins. Yeah. We can do all of those things if we agree. But we don't. As a wrestling community, we all love different things and root for different people. I hear you. And if we want something so bad, they listen. But yep. because they don't hear it from 70,000 people, from 20 million people, Logan Paul sucks. So they keep booking him because he's kind of good. He is. You ain't got yeah. so, so I can't want him to be better. You can want him to be better. Of course you can. You, you you can't not, it doesn't sound like you can't make him to when he's on be TV. better. You just like doesn't sound like you no. won't even try to give him a chance. Like you're like yo, fuck him. Like yo, bro. Every but like, what do you? What do you? Every time he's on TV, he what has that chance. Why he hurt you? Did he hurt you? How hot you? Every time. No, because wrestling. No, no. You need a hug. You need a hug. You need a hug. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Fuck your question. You was here on this show. No, look, you're here on this show for two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, for two hours and twenty minutes, I just did this. Uh huh. I just did this. Like, so how did that make you feel? So you know, how did that make you? Yeah, if I was just, or you're talking and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. So you was in Japan, and would you want to come back here? No. Then I would just shut the product off. No, no, no. But but this is this is what I'm saying though. Would you be on some? Yo, that was a waste of my time. Right? I might, yeah. Yeah. So now now let's say we got somebody like Matt, we got somebody like Ray, we got somebody like Kofi, we got somebody like Joseph who's not here, we got somebody like normal guy. They watch our show every week. And they came up to me and they told me in the comments, like, yo, bro, what the fuck, bro? You bombed that interview with him. Like you sure. suck. And because they want me to get better. With access. That's but, a one but you, thing with but, access. No, no, it's but, not, but it's you, not very fair to so, compare it to Logan Paul. No, no, no. But here's the thing, though. And there's a 20 million person audience. It's not the but, same but thing. Here, but here's the thing, though. What I'm trying to say is that type of what you call hate is not really hate. That, that's how I, because I don't have his ear. Right, so if I say shit like this and people watch it, this is how I get you to be like, to be better than this. Because I'm not sitting here going, he sucks as a wrestler, right? I said I would rather watch John Cena and and Austin Theory than Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. One because it doesn't make sense to me that they're fighting, and two, it's like, bro, this shit doesn't seem worth it. Doesn't make sense for the fourth for the fourth time. Yeah. At, like at a WrestleMania, but at another pay per view, I get it. Because they but orchestrate I, it, bro. I understand. It's yeah. Wrestling, and it could be whatever we want it to but, be. It could be whatever but, they but want now, it to be. Yeah. But now, if you're going to be on the TV and I have to watch you, bro, you better bring it. Oh and this is what I'm God. saying. And this so, and then at WrestleMania, right, we that, can see that. That match is Saturday. So on Sunday, yep. you hit me personally and tell me how you felt about the match, and I will tell you how I felt about it. Okay. I got you. Okay. I got you. Because if, right. now we move if forward. they blow it out, if they blow it out and you don't say shit to me, 
I'll know what happened. Oh. No, bro. Let me yeah. tell you something, and you can ask Matt. I got the balls to say whatever the fuck. If they do good, I will tell you they do good. I I I am not afraid okay. to sit we here know this. and say that, that Gigi was wrong. Okay. <laughs> God. All right. So Gigi, can you stop hey. interrupting us and let's get through we the card stop, here? We stop talking about this and go through the rest of the show. I'd be happy. Yeah. Are let's, we done? Yeah. Are we yes. good? Are you good? I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I'm fucking great. Oh, man. All right, then. Stop okay. interrupting Jared when he's giving his speech. Oh, man. <laughs> but I'll let you, I will let you know how, how wrong you my are friend. on so Sunday. I'm just going down the fucking car that I see here. Go fuck yourself, too. Uh, Charlotte right. Flair versus Rio Ripley. Hold on. Wait. Did, did, did you give your, your, your prediction for Cena and Theory? I, I want Cena? John Cena to win because I want him to just do a fucking open challenge on Monday. And I selfishly want Jay White to come out and just boom, there he goes. Monday Night Raw, that's it. Post-mania fucking surprises. The crowd goes fucking wild. And now we build Jay White with who else? John Cena. Because this it, it, is what uh, we do. Can I ask you a question? And now we move forward. There, I will no, say fuck your doing. questions. You've said enough. <laughs> go ahead, Jerry. Uh, but Jared can ask me anything. Absolutely. You go fuck yourself. Although that's what I want to see, too, I will accept that if we do that, we're shoving Austin Theory pretty far down, and that's not good. Either. Yeah, no, I know. We've got to build no. as many people as we can. So if Austin no. Theory does lose to Cena, if Austin Theory does lose to Cena, I better see him with a mic on his a mic in his hand on Monday night. Let him be the one to do an open challenge then. Just be like yep. in the spirit of like just to be like just a fuck you, John yeah. Cena. Since I'm going to do an open Cena, challenge. The awesome and then let Jay White. Yeah. I can see that and happening. If, I would like yeah, that actually. That while Cody's better. while Cody's wrestling Rollins, you can have Austin Theory with Jay White. And then just you build Jay White off of that way. And I can see Austin Theory going on to, to Cody Rhodes because no one Guys, this I, is the question. How there's a lot more you, people. There's a lot more people that know it. Shut up. I, I don't either. I don't think so either. But there's a lot more people that knew AJ Styles in this country than Jay White. Yeah, because Jay White's WWE fans wise. Yeah, you know what I'm Jay saying? Jay like, like, for, yeah. Jay White wrestled for yeah. AEW or Impact so, for about six months total. Yeah. So in re in reality, if Jay White pop comes out on Monday Night Raw to wrestle John Cena, there's gonna be a lot of yeah. But there's gonna be a lot of who the fuck is this guy? Who's that? Yep. That's yeah. Right. You a lot more right. than AJ Styles, to, who's and then that? you have to work on it, and then you got to work on it. So then, if that happens, this is going to test your theory about John Cena making people. That is also true, and I'm all right with that. And we will see how it plays out this Saturday. Who's next? Um, <laughs> yeah. Rhea, is it Rhea and Charlotte? Rhea no, and Charlotte. That's the next thing I oh, see well. here on the card: SmackDown okay. Women's Championship. Oh man. Ooh, Rhea Ripley. I'm with Rhea. I need mommy to win. I love Charlotte. I love Flair. I think it's going to be such an incredible women's match. I'm excited to see this. I think that Charlotte, male or female, is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I think Charlotte is the best female wrestler in the world. And that's debatable. And I know it is. I know that's a kind of a strong take on my end, but I stand by it. Uh, I think that it's weird because Charlotte is the baby face that everybody's saying should should lose to one of the hottest acts in WWE being 
Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I like I like Rhea to have that moment of WrestleMania of WrestleMania victory, beating Charlotte Flair when Charlotte beat her in the in the PC a couple years ago at Mania. Also on a personal level, just because I got to know her at the PC myself. Uh, but guys, Charlotte Flair is a babyface, and how many people can beat Charlotte Flair when she's a babyface? I don't know. Mm. Okay. So I have my doubts. And she doesn't lose at Mania. She doesn't okay. lose at Mania. But I have my. I'm thinking Rhea, but I have my doubts. Can I add on to that? Yeah. Sure. If if Rhea wins, it's a very tall order for her to reestablish that SmackDown Women's Division. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, not, not for nothing. I, AEW's Women's Division is kicking ass right now. Yeah. So yeah. SmackDowns is lacking. Raws is cool. SmackDowns is lacking. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, no, it, it there's just there's a lot happening on Raw where on SmackDown they just just seems lost in the shuffle. You know? So it it kind of sucks. I'm glad to see Chelsea Green on the card. That's uh something later on. I definitely want to well, touch- although I was confused about her teaming um with Sonya, with Sonya? She, she had just teamed with Carmella like two weeks ago. So but Carmella, she teamed with Sonya on SmackDown you know, before that. I read somewhere that Carmella is like supposedly injured, and that's why they had to kind of immediately pull her uh, off and have her uh, team up with Sonya. Well, remember, Sonya got, got arrested for the gun possession in a car in Jersey. Yeah, but she that, that happened on before that. No, no, I'm saying she teamed with Sonya on SmackDown before that. And then after that oh, arrest, right. she was with Carmella. Oh, that's okay. right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So, so it was like, background. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's one so of those. Well, Sonya's out. Camilla, you want to do it? Camilla's out. Sonya, you want to do it? <laughs> you know, it's it was not one of those that. unfortunate things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. But yeah, that that's. I think that's happening on Sunday. Yep, that's happening on Sunday. It's what? Uh, and Charlotte. No, 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 no. I was just thinking about um, Sonia and then Chelsea. Oh, okay, okay. The showcase match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, Charlotte, Flair, and Rhea Ripley. That's, that, I just, oh, man. I'm really excited for this match. I'm also excited for Bianca Belair and Asuka, which is happening on Sunday. Um, She's not focused on But I'm not as anticipated as I am when it comes to Flair and Ripley. See what I got to you're not you're not focused. You're talking about Sunday. You're supposed to be thinking about Saturday. No, I I know. I know. We sorry. had one cohesive conversation and she's telling me to shut up. She was talking about 17 different matches in four days. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of matches overall. Yeah. All right. Jer- Jared hit me. He, he said in the beginning, he's like, I don't know if I can run three hours with you guys. And this guy is like, Yo, I've I'm been here for 15 minutes and it's three hours. Yeah. I love y'all. Uh, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I want the Usos, man. I think think it should have been Jay versus Sami, but I think if if any match is gonna go the way it should, it's gonna be this one. I think Sami and KO, Sami and KO, not only winning the match, but beginning because it would be the end of the. Sammy and KO aren't friends until they are story. But it's just the beginning of the new story, which is the bloodline 
crumble story. So I think that, like I said, if any match goes the way it's supposed to, is with the Usos losing the belts to Sammy and KO. And I fucking love the Usos. They've been great. All always, yeah. all the time. But yeah. I think they're gonna lose, and I think they should. I think it should have been Sammy versus Jay, but I mean Maybe maybe I, so, but then what do you do with the tag titles? You're just gonna not have them defended on Mania when they're combined, you know? I mean they, they, they've been doing that. <laughs> they didn't they don't give a shit about these tag team championships. No, honestly, they don't give and a I shit about these tag teams. I think we sh- I think we should care about the tag titles. But I think they should be defended I, this is, on Mania. This is why I get passionate about yeah, this you're, business. You're, but now they're being defended and you don't want them to be. You just want to just, just throw shit out there. No, 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 no. It, it's it's no, 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 for, a whole, for a whole year. For a whole year. You're telling me the Sami Zayn and Jey Uso, that storyline wasn't building up. That it I mean, doesn't it deserve to, to be a it, No, it's not building up, but no, like, right I now, that's not that the story. Sammy and Jay is the story. I think Sammy and the bloodline is the bigger story. So even yeah. though Sammy you and have to look at the bigger most, story here. I think Sammy and Jay have the most conflict, and they'll. I think they'll have their singles. But first, you need to sow dissension in the bloodline. I think the, the only way to tell a Jay versus Sammy story is to first have Jay not following Roman like he has been. You have to bring him away from the group just a little bit in order to be, give him a singles match. So right now, Get Jay and Jimmy, distracted. they like this again. Everything is cool there again. Mm-hmm. So Sammy needed a partner. He got his best friend who just feuded with Kaya or just feuded with Roman. And Sammy didn't want to help him. He was ignoring him. He was ignoring him. Now KO's pushing him away. Now you try to bring them back together, bring them back together. Now the Usos jump him. And then you have them together. And then you give them that hug. And then in, in the ring, and they fucking win the titles. And it's you got to give the people what they want. This is what the people want. You couldn't give that to him a backlash? Nope. No. Got to do it at Mania. Bro. Come on. It, the, the story wrote us. Jay versus Sammy is, would nah. be a very emotional match. No, you match. have to take the bloodline out. And then you have... You, you see yo, how the bloodline, yo, how it's formed here's, here's, and whatnot? Here's the thing, though. You have to no, no, just, but, like, break it down. Yeah. Right now is the Wait, Usos. No. with the that, crack that, at the top and let Roman rip it bro. apart. Nah. It, if it was Jay versus Sammy... If it was Jay versus Sammy, and let's say Jay wins because Jimmy, you know. But what are you going to do with whatever. the tag team title? Then, let's, let's be realistic listen, listen, about listen, this. Listen, 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 listen the tag team the title is look, more important as a it's unit. Not important no, 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 no. The tag as team it, titles tag in the WWE team. are not important at all. Listen, it's not important. We're, I'm not saying it's not important. Yes, it is important. But right now, as a unit, no. Why? Because one brother is missing his fucking twin. Right now, that's a story what? between this that. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. All right? You back, have right. that. And then you have someone who's like closer. Sammy was basically kind of getting in on the whole thing. All right? Now you have one why, person. Why oh, you, you're Jay choosing the boy over me. Like, Why does Sammy it, it, have beef? Because of because of a brotherhood that Jay extended and then Sammy broke because Sammy wanted it and finally got it from Jay. The story is brotherhood. That's really the theme of this tag team storyline. And these right? two guys having their well, brother versus, versus brother match at WrestleMania. Family. Yeah. No, but th- listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You have that brother versus brother match at WrestleMania. And you can have Jimmy come in and and and, and cheat, whatever. And then Kevin Owens is like, listen, I got your back. Backlash. They take the titles from him. But Roman loses at WrestleMania and Jay wins. 
it can start Roman start becoming paranoid or one of those people that needs to overcompensate. And that's the crack off I'm the not, top. And I'm then that backlash. That I'm not saying that doesn't make sense because you that that's a great point of bringing Jay up and bringing Roman down just a little bit and Roman wants to do this and I get that that's a story too but that's not the story they're telling that's not the story they've but, been telling the yeah, story they've been this, that's the story that they were telling for a little while and went away from it because the Usos finally got back together because the no, other one got hurt. right. The story exactly, but the story they're telling right now, because they went away from that, the story they're telling right now is a story of brotherhood. So we can well, get the story that's coming out of now. the story that's coming out of Sammy's mouth is that Jay wishes he did what Sammy did. Listen, because he was no. abused and all that. That's no. what's coming out of Sammy's and, and mouth. And it will sow seeds of dissension later. But here's the thing, though. If Jay shuts up Sammy and Roman loses and he starts cracking and he becomes one of those people that solo sees it, Jimmy sees it, it's like, yo, this dude, he's he's out of control. And then you have Jay step up like, yo, I'm going to be the t- I'm gonna be the head of the table on this fucking bloodline. Now you can have that rematch. Jay leveled up and Roman essentially leveled down. And it's almost fair now. They don't need the tag team titles for that. That's one direction to take it. But if you go that direction, you're not bringing Sammy and KO back together. And that's what everybody wanted. You can bring that's Sammy and KO wanted. back together at Backlash. Sammy versus the they can lose the title at Sammy Backlash. Bloodline, he doesn't have any help. You're going to have Sammy take on four guys? No. Because that's what would have happened. It would have been Jey Uso versus Sammy, even if it were at Mania. But guess what? Jay has Jimmy. Jay has Solo. Jay has Paul Heyman. Sammy just got Sammy. Can't do that. Sammy did that for Roman. Exactly. And look the way it went. That Roman won because everybody had Roman's back. Jay, so Sammy's not going to realize that he needs help? Of course he's going to realize so, he needs help. So, so, so you can't have Kevin Owens in the, on the outside being a support for Sammy? It, couldn't, it still can't be one-on-one? You can't. You're telling me that you we're can't not, have Roman. Can you can't have Kevin Owens right come out at WrestleMania to help right Sammy out. You want the face off. You want the Jey Uso, yeah. Sami Zayn face off. You want the it now. One on one, where the crowd rises because they finally are coming to a head in a match. We're getting that because at some point, KO and Jimmy will not be a part of it. I promise you. In the match, what? in the match, the storytelling within the match, we'll have Jey Uso and Sammy. Finally coming to blows, and the crowd will blow the roof off of SoFi Stadium. And it doesn't have to be a singles match to do that. You can tell two stories at once. I'm just saying, bro. It they could have did this shit back last. Ain't saying much right now. Shut the fuck up. All right, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, something, Jack. She agreed with me four weeks ago when we didn't have a guest on the show. Let it go. I'm just telling you now. He's so stubborn. He's so stubborn. Yo, it's, every it's week, bro, I try. I be trying. And yo, niggas be leaving yo. me. Like, yo. When lay, people pop that wall, when people, when people pop that wall, was, 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 was it because Jimmy hugged me or was it because Jimmy hugged me? I forgive you too. So, go fuck yourself. All right, Becky Lynch and Leo. Come on, bro. Yo, yo, the, true, the true story is they forced Sammy to leave his brother, Kevin Owens, for their family, and he did that, and Jay accepted him for it, and pushed, and Jay 
I mean, and and Roman pushed Sammy to the point where he goes, "Bro, I can't treat Kevin Owens like this. He can't. He couldn't do that because Kevin Owens is his brother, also." But Jay was on some, "Yo, bro, you broke my heart because I finally gave you the the family role here." Listen, now you have two we're, people. We're gonna get that. that. That had to betray their family. It's not time for that yet. And been betrayed by their family. I thought WrestleMania was a culmination of everything. No. Just me? It is. I don't want to see this match at Backlash. But we're going to have another seven months of this shit and and do it at at SummerSlam? Listen, Bloodline for the last two years has been fucking cinema. So draw it out as long as you want. It's all been good. That's the thing. You forgot that this shit is just good. Yeah. It's just enjoyable. Just take it. Just take it all in. Don't change shit. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Just let it happen and let it flow over you and enjoy the show because wrestling is wonderful. No, wrestling is the only love I got. I don't want it to be toxic, bro. Well, you don't have it, it doesn't have to be. It, it doesn't is. have to be. Because you don't they have keep to be. You don't have to be. That's the what? best thing about wrestling. <laughs> best thing about a re- that's actually the best thing about wrestling is that it's not in your control. You just you just take it in. No, just but bro, in, just drink it in, man. When you're telling me a story, don't don't fucking change shit. You don't, what do you, have you seen the new movie? If you don't change, yeah. you don't evolve. You You've can't just say the right? same. If you, yeah. if you don't change, you don't evolve. It it it, it changes. Like Let movie? it change the way it is. It's literally just unfolding itself, little by little. Yes, you can't just really have that budge. No, right now, yo, my brother just left me. Now he hasn't hit been hitting me up. He hasn't texted me. He hasn't texted solo. Yeah, bro. She's trying to force her way to be right. (laughs) No, no, no. It's not I'm forcing my way to be right. I'm just forcing my way down the fucking park. And sometimes I have to do these things. (laughs) I'm just saying. This is the way I see it. All I'm going to say is this. And the reason I brought up the Creed movie. All I'm going to say is this. Just because the story doesn't end the way you like it to doesn't mean it ruins the story. No, no, no. No, what? <laughs> it has nothing to do with the way it ends. Oh my god. It has everything to do with how you're telling me the story. You just said you Thank don't you. like the ma- this match existing because you want it to be Sammy versus Jay. And I'm telling yeah. you, that doesn't negate the last seven months of storytelling. That was awesome and that we mostly enjoyed. Yeah, and the and and at what point did we have this so storytelling with Kevin Owens in it? What does it matter? Most of it's been really great. So why does the ending ruin the whole thing for you? Because one, most of one it can be ruined not, by one, one or two things. One bad apple does not ruin the bunch in wrestling. It does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm Yo. sorry. I'm so sorry no, for my friend. You, look, no, no. You know why? No, no. You know why? No, you no, no, but here's the thing, though. Network. I'll give you one example and we can move on. I, no, I can give you one example why one bad apple ruins the bunch. Goldberg was one of the favorite wrestlers from everybody in WCW. Right or wrong? I could give a shit about Goldberg if I'm being honest. You see what I'm... There you go. There you go. There goes the one bad apple. Thank you. You no, just proved to me that about... one bad apple ruined the bunch. Listen, Thank no, you. I just no, I know why you're mad. It's just no, one bad apple. Is it? 
I literally, I literally like Goldberg more in 2016 when he beat Brock in three minutes than I ever did in his WCW run. Oh, but this, this is what I'm saying. One bad apple. Everyone loved Goldberg. He kicks Bret Hart, and now all of a sudden they want to kill him. No, I don't care about that either. I don't care about that either. I just don't care about Goldberg, bro. I just never. He's not a compelling character to me. I stomp, stomp, slam. Two spears and a jackhammer. W. I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Oh wait, but you like John Cena? The five moves of yeah. Doom? Yeah, because at least John Cena took a little heat, brother. What does Goldberg do? Just so swash everybody? Wins. That shit is whack. That shit is whack. But that's, that's the story Goldberg. they're telling, bro. That's the story they're telling. He's undefeated. I don't like it. You can't pick like and it. choose what you like. No, yeah, but you, you can't can. do nothing about it. You can't do nothing about it. You just gotta everybody show is, it in, you man. Like, I, you see how it is. You take everything in. When it gets reversed on you, it doesn't feel so good. And that's why I'm glad I wasn't watching wrestling in 2000 when WCW 2000 was around because that shit was hot garbage too. Sorry. You ain't gotta apologize to me. I'm just saying, like, I. Sometimes I don't give a shit, but that's not me saying I hated Goldberg. I'm saying I really don't give a shit. It's okay to not care, but I'm not hot about it. But I'm just saying, bro. That, no, you're always just saying something. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, I'm not hot about it. I'm not hot about it. Trust me. I'm not. I don't hide. I don't hide my emotions. No, the thing is, I get spaced out. I get it. I smoke. It makes sense. I'm straight down the middle with everyone. I give the same shit to everyone. But when people, they, they, they do this whole shit where it's like, oh, magically, I have to fall in line because of this. But when We're it not saying before, you need to fall in line. Oh, no, no, no. You're just like, line. you know it's what like, you are. You're just like the little red cartoon from that movie Inside Out where you just the blow anger, the dude? fuck up. Yeah, that's you. That's no. you. Perfect no. height and everything. It's you. Wow. That's you right there. Yo, we're going to make you into that fucking little character. I got it. It's a six woman tag. Is that what's happening? Yes, it is a six woman's tag. Absolutely. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Shadis versus Damage Control. If it's not yes. Damage Control, if it's not Damage Control, they've done something wrong. Facts. I'm not going to get mad about it. I'm just going to feel Do we that see way. like Are a you? heel turn from Trish Shadis just to be like, I'm no. spiteful of you? Why? That's what they're saying. No, that would they're saying they want to have Becky versus Trish. I don't, at I, I, you know, I don't see that going to happen. I feel like though Trish would be the reason why the team lost. I would yeah. see that. I, look, I, I'm not going to fantasy book this match only because I don't get it. Like I don't get why Lita and Trish are both around, but teamed with Becky Lynch and have the tag titles for no reason. I I don't get it. So I have no fantasy booking really to to contribute. Um, but I think Damage Control should win because um, they're a real faction. So I'm I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel very strongly. Do you it's, feel strongly, Tad? I feel strongly that it should have been Lita versus Lita and Trish as tag team champions. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no, the same way you don't know why they're together. Lita and Trish as tag team champions makes more sense because of their history. Sure. I agree. But I I, I agree. I agree damage control should win this because they're the real faction, but also they're the present and future of this company. 
Here's my thing. And we don't need yeah. to have everyone lose you, to you the past. You, you see how he's, you see how he's look he's looking to have an argue with me with someone at some point, and uh, I'm just absolutely. how am I trying to have an argument absolutely. with you? You're you're looking for it. You're looking for it somewhere. Why? 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 Because this I, is what he does. So, so, Every so this, this is the case. This is the thing. We so, value everybody's opinions except for Toad because he's right. <laughs> is that what it is? Because because Toad comes out with some real shit and we ain't ready for it. So now all of a sudden we gotta have an argument with him. No, no, and then they call no, me no, emotional. No, you I haven't had an emotion since I was seven years old. So, I'm just from the Bronx. We talk loud. My man here studied to be articulate. That's fast. We, we okay, so, so let's not stir <laughs> from this match. All right. As all much right. as I love fucking Lita, Lita is my all time favorite uh, female wrestler. Sensational Sherry to me is the ultimate goal. And nobody can do anything or say anything bad about Miss Elizabeth, even knowing about her past and everything about it. Why? I mean, she was doing some crazy shit back in them days. Yeah, yeah, let's not, let's not get into that. We're not getting into that. Listen, I don't but get into that, I will but I, I say this. And you're saying that I'm picking a fight? Listen. No, 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 no. I'm just who's your, who's your goal? clarification. Who's your, who's your goal? Female wrestling? No, best, yeah. best female wrestling? Yeah. Charlotte Flair. That's my opinion. I can, for me now, yes. I, I don't, this is my thing. I, I have errors. I have errors of, of of women in wrestling that I would be like, okay, this is the goat of this era. This is the goat of and this that's era valid because women's wrestling has evolved in, in and 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 lived different lives over the last forty years. And then some people could say Mae Young, and some people could take Trish Stratus, and some someone can genuinely make the case for the Bellas, and that's all fine. It's Charlotte Flair to me, but and you can yeah, say Sasha, that, but, and that's dope, and I'm with you. For me and Charlotte, but 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 just just in the defense of of, of Sherry Martel, sensational Sherry, whichever one you would call her, she was doing things in the time women didn't do it. Valid, and I and can't she, say and she was longer, I super, and it was longer for. Her. I can't say I'm super up on Sherry matches, so I I can't speak. To well, this, she, so, she so to be fair, no, to be fair. So when there was a women's fair, division, no, fuck that. To be fair, with age difference and everything like that, I grew up watching. Sherry Martel being sensational Sherry, Queen Sherry, and just Harlem Heat Sherry. You know, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. Oh, my. Sure. Mm, calm down. She, yes, sir. She, you know, I, this yeah, is so, yeah. from my memory and where yeah, I no, stand yeah. at and everything, sensational uh, Sherry, uh, Sherry Martel has always been one of the women, it, for me, as a female wrestling fan, top tier. And it's not even as a wrestler, just as, uh, just manager wise, as a female manager wise, because I, I kind of know her more as a manager wise than her in actual wrestling matches. And also, also, just you know, for history lesson, because I I grew up watching this shit. Also, she is one of the very few people, not women, but people, that has elevated. Or has been on the same level as everyone she's been in the ring with. And I'm talking about she's on the same level as Macho King Randy Savage when she was, you know, his queen before they married uh, Elizabeth. She was watching that you know, <laughs> WrestleMania yeah, entrance she, yeah. earlier she today. <laughs> she elevated Shawn Michaels to the heartbreak kid that, that we all grown and loved him to be when she was managing him. 
she elevated Harlem Heat to where they need to be, where where they did that. And she was one of those managers, not just females, one of those hey, managers that boys. that grabbed heat wherever she went for her people. She yeah. wrestled. She would interfere with interfere with with everyone in there. She can also talk. Ultimate Warrior, world champion, Macho King. The story was Macho King Randy Savage wanted a title shot. Macho Man can talk with the best of them. She sent out Sherry Martel to talk to the Ultimate Warrior live in front of the crowd. Oh, stop. She asked for the title oh, match. Shit. She tried to seduce the Ultimate Warrior. She was on her knees, boy. She threatened him. <laughs> she begged him. And then the Ultimate Warrior threatened her. And she went through all the stages of emotions. Oh, shit. What of a manager. Not just a woman. Of a manager from the Ultimate Warrior. A psychopath. Let's get to... Let's get to a psychopath is in front of her. And we she elevated... the rest of the card. Yeah. Oh, sometimes we go over, but like, she elevated that moment. Elevated that moment. So I'm just, I'm just Thank trying to, so to, to give clarity. I'm just trying to give I clarity will, that I will, I will put a pin in that and I will go yeah. through the research. Thank you for that. But, but I'm just saying, no there's, there's other like you. Charlotte can be your goat. Charlotte can be your goat based on what she does. In so, in but every so, but Charlotte's not them. in this match. She's in the Sunday's card match. So let's just saying, bro. Just saying. Yeah, let's go. Damage control. Damage control. So damage control. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Damage control. Done. Seal. Fun. Seth. Fuck. Fuck me. Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul. Just fucking pick a winner. Just Seth pick Rollins, a fucking toe. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Toe. Seth toe. Rollins. Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Wonderful. Next. Oh. <laughs> Dom Dom versus Poppy. <laughs> Ray Mysterio. Sorry. No, look. I'm so excited about this match. I'm so excited. Oh, man. This, this is so... This is such a fun match. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I'm going to say two things. And I'm not going to respond. You can respond, but I'm not. They're not very flagrant. These no, things, don't so say not, that. Take a lot of feedback. Don't say that. Two things. Number one, Dominic Mysterio is the ultimate nepo baby. My man debuted on TV at like nine, again at like sixteen, and was a <laughs> main roster wrestler in his very first match. Nepo baby. Oh, That's not controversial. That's just a fact. Oh, Number two. Man. Is that since Prison Dom, he ain't missed. He ain't missed yet. So I'm excited about this match. I am. I'm excited about it. I hope very much, since Vicky Guerrero is no longer with AEW, I would like to see her involved. That's what I would like to see. I think Dominic Mysterio wins by way of shenanigans. That's what I think happens. With Vicky in the lowrider. It would have to be because Rhea's not going to be there to protect him. Yo, Vicky and the lowrider. Let's go. Her laughing. That's it. Hit me, excuse me, all the way down. That's what I think should happen. Guys? I I, I want Ray to win. But I I can see your point. I want Dom Dom to win. Dom Dom needs this W more than Ray. Ray is in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't need this. He needs I think think Ray, 
I, I think Ray's good putting his son over, even clean maybe, but that's it. Yep. Made, you have to do it clean. He's made you 10 have, times it, over. If you, you know what, you could do a clean or a dirty. Why? Because you want to light, chain, steal. But I think to get any credibility to it, it should be clean. You know, because you, I mean, you expect him to cheat in order to lie, cheat, and steal, right? We're doing the Eddie way, right? We're, we're repping Eddie to do, like, like, a memorial. This is your Hall of Fame. What better way than to do Eddie Guerrero fucking style, everything? That's what's going to happen. And it's going to happen with Dominic, all right? If it happens with I'm Ray, with that's But I think to add... Uh, Salt to the wound, injury, insult to injury, it would have to be Dominic. I don't see it any other way. Ray can come, Boyeka Boyeka, six one nine, up in the atmosphere. Hey, hey, don't hate on, don't hate on Ray though. Don't downplay. I'm not, it. Not, I'm not hitting on Ray. I'm not hitting on Ray, but I, I don't see Ray coming out in the low rider. I don't see him having the bigger entrance out of the. Two. That's no, what I'm saying. Dominic. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't, I don't know what Ray might... Ray can come out through the fucking sky. Who no. Ray, Ray was that. a gangster, too. Let's not do that. It's the truth, but no thank Word. you. Um, Ray was a gangster with the filthy animals. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Dom Dom winning. Um, and uh, we have Ron Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha yes. Academy versus the yes. Viking Raiders. Yes. The WrestleMania show. I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this match. Why am I excited about this match? Why? Because there's no reason to be excited about this match, it, right? Yeah. Wrong. It's just going to be Spots and Ricochet and Montez Ford trying to out-jump each other. And I... I get excited about stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes I want wrestling to be cinema. I want it to be story. Sometimes I want it to just be flippity doos. And then you got the white Raiders, and then you got the Alpha that can go up against these two. Ron Strowman's just going to run through everybody. Talented man, the Vikings are so talented, and Gable and Gable and Otis are so underrated. I think all those teams are going to be dope and fun. It's pronounced Otis. Otis. Okay, we're going to some going to street winner. Up. I'm going with the profits. I'm going with the profits for a winner. Mm, street profits are up. And they want the smoke. They want the I, smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see I, I see the street profits also. Is the Viking Raiders they did nothing with them. They're so they're so they're so talented. And they it's are just, it's just so yeah. Cool. Van yeah. Hala, I've, man, I've been, watching, I've been watching their stuff for like a decade now. They're awesome. And they should be better than what they are right now. But... A lot of match. This match can showcase them and elevate them in the eyes of the viewers. You know what it is? It's that they don't but... have another tag team to kind of go up against a gimmick. I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. Because the thing is, is that you know, it's not to say it's a gimmick, but Vikings... We've seen it. We heard it. We actually seen it in fucking movies, and it's fucking amazing. Um, but they would need the ascension or something. No, not no, maybe not the ascension. Maybe, uh, but maybe uh, AOP, Authors of Pain. Authors of- 
they need somebody to bounce off of. You know, it's funny. I, yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen um, the Raiders or the, the well, War Machine. The war Raiders, as yeah. they used to be known, or War Machine, as they used to be known. Yeah. Having matches with the Young Bucks in Ring of Honor or in Japan. Absolutely. Was some of the best IT matches I've ever seen. So good. Um, I've I've been a fan of theirs for a long time, and and in NXT as well. They, you know, as the, as the War Raiders, they were phenomenal. But like, I just think that. Tag team wrestling in WWE isn't what they the, the structure isn't there for them to thrive. Mm-hmm. And it, it does have to do with the teams that they're wrestling against. It does have a lot more to do with the time they're given, the stories they're given. Like I I, I think at one point they were in a story where they were playing dodgeball against the True Prophets, Prophets and yeah. like trying to do yeah. competitions. Yeah. yeah. Let, but then all of it just kind of amounted to nothing. Yeah. Point being is they are one of the most one of the more talented tag teams in the in the world but because of the tag team structure and mindset in WWE that's just not the best place for them to thrive and that's okay cuz they're collecting hella paychecks so like you know they're chilling you know to be honest with you i honestly think one they need to get over smackdown smackdown has become a black hole for wrestlers like you're going to get lost in the sauce there cuz they don't really have a structure they have roman and then they just do shit but raw, at Fox, least they can put you somewhere. At the same time, it's you know, Fox. Yeah, you know? but and, and they might have to re- redo their whole. You know, I don't want to say get, but not, the, the, getting the the Viking stuff out of there. It it because it's not working for them, especially when they do the basketball shit against the the Street Profits. Because it's like, I just I just want to see them have good matches. I I I just know what right. they can do, so. So this, I want to that's, see but that's why I'm excited about this. But that's why I'm excited about this big multi-tag match because it's going to be a, an opportunity to showcase what everybody can do. Everybody's going to have a spot. And that's what's going to be really amazing about each and every tag team. Braun Strowman is going to have a spot. Ricochet is going to have a spot. Yeah, the Street Profits, both of them are going to have their spot. The Alpha Academy are going to have their spot. Every, the Viking Raiders, everybody's is going to have a fucking spot. Because why, when you have this many men, this many meaty men in the ring, this oh, is I'm what fucking you fucking do. This is what you do. Everyone gets a spot. It's Oprah, you get a spot, and you get a spot, and you get a spot. Everybody gets a spot. Ah. I love it. I'm excited. I'm it is excited fucking amazing. It. Yes. Leave. Thank you. Oh my god. I'm so sorry for my friend. He's just such a negative Nancy. I just apologize. <laughs> I just I'm a little bit unfocused. We I, mean, I, I switched between days and Saturdays and Sundays, but you know what? We went through the car Saturday, Sunday. Let's just get your fucking vote in because fuck him. All right. Okay. Uh, live more. <laughs> Terrible. Liv and Raquel Rodriguez. The dollars. Fuck you, Rodriguez. All right. Um, Baszler and Ronda. Baszler and Ronda. Baszler and Ronda. I'm with that. Yes, because it's the only thing that makes sense. It's, it's, it's Liv and Raquel. Uh, Natty and, and Natalia. Uh, Ronda and Shayna. Uh, and and Chelsea. Any team that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Ronda, the Rousey, two, and Shayna. The two, the two MMA monsters. I'm going to take them for sure. That's it. Lesnar and Yo, why does Lesnar keep saying almost Omas? No, 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 almost. 
Because that's kind of what it should be. I hate Omos. I always say almost too. <laughs> like, Not that I hate Omos. Like I no, I just I hate the pronunciation of his name. He's actually yeah. a very kind giant, but I just don't like the way his name is said. Yeah, no, um, no, but, I agree. So but, I was like, oh, that makes when he said, it, I was like, that makes sense. Omos, mm, um, there's yeah, an A Brock, Um And the only time I don't bet on Brock is if it's against Roman. So Brock, go with Brock. Same. Uh, Edge and Finn Balor. Now this is interesting. We're getting Brood Edge oh, and Demon Balor. That's what I heard. And supuestamente, supuestamente, we're just throwing it out there, all right? AEW has given the one night go for Christian to be part of the brood. I'm not buying it. I'm not I'm buying, buying it either. Sounds too good to be fucking true. I don't see Tony Khan going that way. But you know, who knows? <clears throat> I'm just. I will. I'm I will buy it. I will buy it when I see it. Okay. Getting well, we know it's supposed to be there though. Gangrel, yeah, as of wherever he wants. I, having spent time both places, I don't think, I don't think that they are going to make that happen. I could be wrong. I hope I am, but I don't think so. With that being said, I am very much rooting for Finn Balor. I think the Demon had a real rough break the last time he wrestled when he wrestled uh, Roman and the Roman. buckle fell underneath him, and that's how he lost. <laughs> That um, did not make me happy. So I hope. Yeah. So I hope that he picks up a W against Edge. I've always been a Balor fan as well. Uh, so I, I hope he wins. His and the fact that we're getting the demon, Can't you know wait. that it, it, it's just it, we have nostalgia versus the demon Finn Balor. This is the demon as long as we don't get the demon. This is the demon that powerbombed Bobby Lashley at Mania a few years ago. You got to be pretty yes. strong to powerbomb Bobby Lashley. Things we don't get his music hitting in the middle of the match, and then he automatically has started having a seizure. It, oh, oh, you didn't like it, the you didn't you didn't like the. Uh, and I, I was like, fuck out of here! What, what are we serious? I, I'm like, oh shit! I'll be honest, with you, really? I'll be honest with you. I I like when wrestling gets silly, so I loved it. I did. Okay. I, I, maybe, you know what? Look, I, am, maybe, I am a fan. Maybe, maybe I'm just a bad fan or a bad smart. No, like you're not a bad fan from. at all. Absolutely not. No, it, I was like, get the fuck out of here. We got the theme song it's going so, on. So like, the, the, so the, I, I, I giggled. I giggled. I definitely giggled. Yeah, me too. But I like wrestling. <laughs> so I, I guess I do like it. I was just like, but. The top turnbuckle breaking down the way it did out. That yeah, was that a little was, bit was upsetting. Was upsetting. in my heart. I was like, get the fuck. Nah, that's just me. But I'm going to move forward from that. <laughs> you better fucking win, Demon Balor. <laughs> you have to say it oh, like that. Man. Versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. I low-key want Sheamus to win this. Not only, not only do I want Gunther to win... But I want to see the reddest chests in all of WWE. I want all three of them. I don't want. Yes. I don't want Drew to tan. I don't want yes. Drew to tan that week because Walter, nope. sorry Gunther, and Sheamus are yep. already so pale. They're already so pale. <laughs> I don't want Drew to. I don't want Drew to tan. I want the three of them to be pale as possible, so that all three of their chests are just are just rosy red. I want them, and to you be know Sheamus is going to be fucking like slightly. What not? Just just because himself as well. Oh, and 
as much as I think Gunther should win because I just want to see him beat everyone. Uh, yep. On the whole, I don't care so much. I just want to see them all just brutalize each other, which is I, rare. We, I just want to see chops. It's not really my. You can style get me a fifteen-minute match just of them giving chops, and I'll be like, "Yes, I am satisfied." <laughs> yeah, see, that's not like that's not my favorite style of wrestling, but seeing those guys do it as really some of the best in the world of that style, I just want to see them beat the hell out of each other. I do. Yeah. Okay. It's just going to be an overall good fight because all of them just want to fight. It, 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 they all have a similar style. And the, and in a style where, like, either I'm going to chop you or I'm just going to, like, clothesline you or I'm just going to yep. kick you. I'm just going to give They're you this force that's going to give you a tata quieto for a moment so you can get up and be like, Let's do it again, you know, it's, it's and I like that. Yeah. Is that is is that brute wrestling that we don't really get as much? It's not like I said; it's not really my style, but I can enjoy when the best showcase it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and what better way to showcase it than the granddaddy stage of them all? Yes, WrestleMania this Sunday. But uh, yeah, ah, oh, fuck, no, don't come back. Great. All right. <laughs> Good to, I So I low-key want Sheamus to win this. Why? Because I do want him to have all the titles underneath his resume. Hi, friends. Welcome back. You did that shit to me on purpose. I, I, you know what? Steve did not fuck with me tonight. I may be very glitchy on the stream because I was peeping that. I was like, fuck, I hate when I'm glitchy. But um, the fact that Steve knocked you out and we were able to get to card on Sunday. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. On Sunday. Yes. Lord. Hey, man, I was doing my thing. Y'all use the one arguing with me. Right. So. so I got a quote from WWE. Water? They like my ideas. Drew Matter or Seamus. Oh, excuse me. Water. Gunter. I, I'm going with Gunter. Despite our conversation of me not really caring, I just want to see everybody get mauled. Gunter. Yep. Gunter. Yes, Gunter. Do you have the toe of tags? I kind of would like to see Sheamus become the kind of champion, but I think Gunter <laughs> needs to win this match. You know, just solidify himself, you know? Drew McIntyre and Sheamus are made. Make, the, fact make that, the fact that, that Drew McIntyre was not even named into this, Drew McIntyre doesn't matter. I can see Gunter or Sheamus win this, and I'll be oh, Drew, any Drew winner of them too. Drew is so good. Drew, is, Drew has been so good for years now. It's like I, you just trust him in any spot. Yeah. And he'll make it work. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. You know, I've never been a big Bianca fan. Uh, I think really? she's very talented. I think she's very, wow. think she's very talented. I think she's okay. very, very, very talented. Okay. But for me, as a as a wrestling fan, not even as a wrestler, as a wrestling fan, okay, I just enjoyed the work of Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, Rhea, more, Oscar as well. That's not to say I don't appreciate or enjoy Bianca. I think she's outstanding. 
Um, I just don't find myself rooting for her as much as, say, an Asuka. So in this scenario, Asuka. And I'll probably be wrong, but I'm rooting for Asuka. I'm rooting for Asuka also. Same. Because I, I feel like if we're going to introduce a new character, right? Same character. New evolved character of Asuka. Yeah, Oscar with a twist. He would need this W to solidify this crazy, insane clown, old school, you know, uh, as Michael Cole would say, vintage Oscar, you know, um, with her whole Japanese inspired uh, face paint. Yeah. Insane clown, that persona. Yeah, you know, I. It sucks because I am in the same boat. I don't see Bianca losing because fair is fair. If one women's champion loses or wins, one the other one loses or wins the next card. If it's in the way, it's fucked up to kind of think about it. But it is like their balance in their universe as opposed to. You know, nah, a new women's champion here and a new women's champion there. Let's see where this goes. They don't want to take that risk. And that's, for me, for WWE, I feel like they don't want to take that risk because it's like Beyonce. I think think it's less about taking a risk and more of like, they've, I think they've made it clear for a couple years now that like Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair are the future of the women's divisions. They were the final two yeah. in the Rumble at one point. They've had a couple of matchups. Uh, they they fought in NXT. And, like, I think if you have Rhea spearheading SmackDown and Bianca staying champion on Raw, I think that's their overarching women's division plan. I think that's a good right. one. So I get it. Absolutely. Get it. Like, in their come up, they came up basically at the same time. So, therefore, they are the two women at the top of their tier with two different shows. Right. So, it's... It's technically like they're just aligned with each other. And it makes sense because all four horse women were also aligned with each other, just trying to build the brand overall. Lord. So, yeah. Um, I want Asuka to win this. And that's it. She should. I want Bianca to do other things. Now we have the ultimate one. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Guys, I am so excited about Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. I, on a personal level, on a personal level, short story. In 2017, before I started wrestling full-time, before I moved down to Florida and pursued this, part of that brief period where I wasn't doing just one thing, uh, I saw that Cody Rhodes was running a seminar at AR Fox's school down in Georgia for $25, which is very cheap for as far as a seminar goes and very cheap for the Ring of Honor world champion to be running a seminar. Right. He lives in Georgia and it was in, it was in Atlanta or Atlanta area. And so I thought to myself, hmm, my stepmom is a flight attendant. Maybe she can get me a flight. And so she did. And so I flew down to Georgia and I worked with Cody in a seminar. And even though I wasn't wrestling full time, I was – experienced enough to train a bit with them. And then I refereed some of the, some of the matches and he let everyone who was able to have a match, have a match at this seminar. He watched every single one. 
It was like a six-hour seminar that was supposed to be three. But he took the time. And he took the time to talk with everyone who wanted to talk with him. Fast forward about six months. Uh, he's at a show in Connecticut. And I go. And I go up to his merch line before people were there because I went a little early to make sure I went and spoke to Cody. And Cody remembered me. And we chatted. And then he was at a show in Connecticut another month later, and we were, and he remembered me, and we chatted. Fast forward three years, four years. It's 2021 in the summertime, and I get my first invite to be an extra at AEW. And after much of the day had passed, who do I see walking out of his office? Cody Rhodes. And I go up to him, and before I say anything, he points at me, and he goes, Jared, from the seminar, from Atlanta, great to see you again. Awesome to have you here. How have you been? Oh, that's so The fact awesome. that this man, four years removed from three fairly brief interactions, knew exactly who I was and where he knew me from, made me a Cody Rhodes fan for life. Oh, I love to hear so, that. So, when I see Cody Rhodes come back to WWE, which I honestly, I knew was going to happen at some point, mm -hmm. and just thriving at being himself, not being a character, just being heightened Cody Rhodes, the nicest, most generous man in wrestling that I've ever met, I don't ever want to see him lose again. Ever. I that's, love that's that. So. But that's, that's like just such a heartful like story to hear from mm. like your into own your personal interaction, not just to see him as like this character or anything, just to be like to have that one-on-one -on -one interaction with Cody Rhodes and for him to installing that, you know what? No, nah, I remember Ooh. you. You're good it, it like, blew me away so that he was able to awesome. do that yeah so now at this point as a as a wrestler now i just gotta get there too because i gotta see i gotta see him and say look how far i came i got here i love that absolutely yes no. manifesting that all in the future yes <laughs> so cody rhodes Roman's awesome, man. He's been doing the best fucking wrestling. He's been the best thing in wrestling for like three years now. It's time. It's time to start. That's right. Shutting it down. Golden child is back not, home. Not Roman as a character, just like shutting this story down, you know? The tribal chief will fall yeah. in the hands yeah. of Cody it's, it's time to start turning that story down. Cody Rhodes all day. Well, yeah, listen, we all <laughs> You don't know the words, you fucking bitch. What about right. you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Hope well, just to be a dick, here's why you're wrong no, now. Yeah, whoever this is in the comments, whoever this is in the comments, ain't it? <laughs> AW for life. <laughs> no, one, two, three, four. Go. No, but Bye. you know, but yo, listen, I, I understand why you feel that way about Cody and I would feel the same way 
I'm a fan of Hacksaw Jim Duggan for life just because he stopped me at Comic Con and have a convers and he had a conversation with me. Like literally, yeah. he stood in front of me and said, "How are you guys doing?" Yeah. So now I'm a fan. For, so I understand that. But AEW for life is it's, it's kind. Of, we don't know the situation, so we only take shit at face value. When he left AEW, it kind of felt like he left us. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why do you feel that way? Cause he he built it up from the ground up, and then he leaves and goes to the competition. When they yeah, built it as this was the competition I mean, for WWE, you know what I'm saying? Like it okay. was for me personally, it wasn't a war between AEW and WWE for me, but it was like, okay, this is the wrestling I grew up on, and it's coming back. And then now it's like, well, all right, I'm out. But I think so also our expectations. I think also our expectation was when he went to WWE was that he was going to be created as a joke. He's going to give him back his Stardust gimmick. This is not going to be the same Cody Rhodes that we see in AEW, where essentially it, it's just Cody fucking Rhodes. And, and, and I think a lot of our overall, like it, in our imaginations and our minds, we see WWE being all gimmicky because why? This is what they raise them, that they're all kind of about the gimmick. Um, but with Cody Rhodes, it, it was just a different animal where even underneath the reins of, uh, Vince McMahon, he want, he didn't want Cody Rhodes to come back as Cody Rhodes, but he was convinced that this is the only way to bring him back. You can't bring him back as a gimmick. Can't bring him back as a stardust. Can't bring him back as not knowing who he is in your WWE universe. He's one of the few that kind of broke the mold when it comes to this is who he is in our universe. You don't know him from any other place. Piper, so, so do drop. I think that, I think that um, something that you may have felt in that way uh it's based on this idea that WWE and AEW either can't or shouldn't coexist um, because he started up a company from the ground up to be competition. And like, that's valid, right? But okay. it's not competition in the way that wrestling fans view it. Like, okay, it's competition in the ratings because sometimes they go head to head or sometimes they are on the same day, right? Like a Friday, for example, it's competition with the fans because wrestling fans can be toxic and polarize everything. But you know who it's not competition for? Wrestlers. The people who are on the show, the people who are actually making the product. For us, it's just another place to work, another opportunity to live our dreams out and another opportunity to do the most that we can with the thing we're best at. So, Although I hear what you're saying when it's like, oh, man, I was an AEW fan and Cody went back to WWE and I don't like WWE as much. Okay. Valid. But if you think that, if you remember that wrestlers are also real life people, none of us hate each other at all. The WWE locker rooms have no beast with the AEW locker rooms. Whatever war... That's all drummed up by the people watching the shows. Mm -hmm. We just want to thrive and entertain 
and make as much money as we can. Um, was I disappointed? Was I disappointed that in the way that Cody left? Yeah, because there was so much that he didn't do on AEW. I didn't. We didn't get to watch him wrestle Brian or Punk. Like his or time Omega. wasn't ready. His time wasn't up yet. Yeah. It just. It felt like there was so much more for him to do on yeah. AEW. I totally get that. As a fan, I selfishly want to watch all those matches, right? But as a wrestler, as a businessman, you can't blame him, man. He, he did the right thing for his career, and he became the biggest babyface in the biggest company in wrestling. Instead of being the biggest mid-card tweener for the second biggest card in wrestling. Main eventer. After you know all the years of the work that he was trying to put in, even working with the gimmick that they epically gave him to fail. Pretty much like the new day. The new day, a fucking gimmick that was going to fail, and they fucking turned that shit around and made it into as the an fucking independent wrestler. Shit. As an independent wrestler, I can still thank Cody to this day because without AEW existing, I wouldn't be doing the AEW dark and extra work that I'm doing. Right, that that helps me pay my bills, but That's, it wouldn't even exist without him. So I can't be mad that he left because he had to leave WWE in the first place. Right? Sometimes you got to leave to make something else better. I think he said that in a promo too. No, and now AEW, as soon as Cody left and Punk and the Brian and Cole came in for a little while there, up until the brawl out situation. It was nothing but up, up, up for AEW, too. Don't yeah. forget. That company's so doing just fine without Cody, too. Yeah. Except for the, no, I, the fight but, stuff. Yeah, but see, the thing is, as a wrestler, I get that. But as the owner and the creator of the thing, you know. How can you say that when you're not the owner or the creator of the thing? I think I think he said, no, no, I'm saying, like, at, I think he's saying, like, if for Cody Rhodes to leave the company he made. I think he probably. I think he said this in a, in a in an interview too. Like it really just wasn't his baby anymore. Like it was self-sustaining without him. And you can see it every Wednesday. It, it does self-sustain without him. Wheels keep turning. Spoke on the wheel type thing. Yeah, um, no. As as important as Cody was backstage, and I can speak to that personally from people that I know have relationships with him backstage. Like, yes, important. But like, he's gonna have a lot of matches in WWE now that we never thought could happen. I never thought we'd see Cody Rhodes versus friggin' Ludwig Kaiser, right? Marcel Bartel. But guess what? The match was pretty cool. Cody and Chad Gable. That shit was dope. There's a lot yeah. of Cody matches that we're about to see in WWE. Yeah. And let's not forget the doors have only been going AEW. WWE's AW. most recent release signs with AEW. AEW is now in a way better place than it ever was before. We can see that door open both ways now. We can see Japan get involved in either direction. And wrestling is better than it's ever been in at least in the last 10 years because of what Cody's done forming and leave it. Holy wrestling. Hmm. That's just my opinion. Uh, and and I can't, I can't argue, I can't argue with that because my my feelings about that are emotional because of my attachment with the shit that I create. 
They're valid. You know, but emotional. I'm so he proud admitted of they're you. emotional. He admitted they're He's emotional, emotional. But hey, I'm not even arguing them because they're totally nope. valid. I'm just, I'm just seeing it from a different perspective. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, this is you're, not something hey, I'm going to argue with people. You're heard. You're heard. <laughs> Listen, this is something I'm not gonna argue. This is, this is why I'm like, like he said the word emotional. The, the fact that he yeah. said the word emotional in a sentence, I am so proud of you. Uh, I'm impressed. I did, this is progress. We are here listen. for you. I don't know all the facts in that situation, right? Oh so when he left, it to me it looked like it's a he lot. left WWE because of that star because of the Stardust thing. Right, he wanted to prove that he was more than just Stardust. Mm-hmm. Right, he leaves. He proves he's more than Stardust. He becomes a hot commodity. What he did in the independent circuit, he could have came back the same way Drew and, and Bobby Lashley did. Absolutely, he develops. He develops AEW. The first two years of AEW, I'm watching and I'm like, this is the wrestling I grew up on, and I emotionally got attached to AEW with the style of wrestling they had and everything like that. Then I'm like, all right, I want AEW to succeed. It's not AEW over WWE for me. It's wrestling, right? For sure. Because I get my fix from WWE the same way I get it from AEW. I always tell people, you want you know, to have your storylines and all that stuff, WWE, you want real wrestling? AEW. You know, based off of the yeah, 80s I mean, look, and all that stuff. Wrestling is ice cream. Wrestling is yeah. ice cream. There are all sorts of different flavors, and none of them are bad. You just prefer one to others. Yeah. I can see that. That's that that completely makes sense to me. Yes. I think we lost Tad. I want ice cream now. Thank you. <laughs> ice cream is about bedtime for me. So who do you think is gonna win the match? So Cody Rhodes. Round um, board. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't know. For me, right, Cody Rhodes, right, I know right, DS was right, Cody right, Rhodes. Right. What do you want? Do you want do you want that you're a tribal chief? Me? Take the W for this. You asking me? No, no, no. I'm asking this fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> is he? Yeah. Oh, yes. So, therefore, since he's frozen and eventually he's going to go off, Cody Rhodes is taking this W oh, yeah. across the board. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. We appreciate you. You know, it sucks. I don't have the commands to end this podcast <laughs> on a positive note because the motherfucker that got fucking frozen here is the commander of everything. I'm just here just chilling with our wonderful guest, Jared Diaz. I appreciate you, you so fucking much for staying on and it's staying overtime on top of that. Way longer than I thought it would, but I had a good time. I am so happy that you did, and I do apologize for my friends. Listen, it's a lot. No <laughs> I think you know what I think. I think these types of discussions just work better in person because of the tape <laughs> delay, because of all sorts of things. But I'm so glad you had me on. I'm glad we did this. I had a great time. We went a little overtime. I'm very tired now, but we're good. And there he is. To sign us off. I had to get it on my phone because I lost the internet again. It's okay, That's, but you can sign us off, off, bro. You man. came at the perfect time. You're going to sign yeah. us off. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> we're done? Yeah. Yes. Joe, well, you know what? Do you want to plug anything? Yes or no? Yeah. Who, me? 
Yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you want to plug anything? Go for it. Any Instagram you or anything can, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Jarrett Diaz. That's T H E Jarrett Diaz, as my name is spelled on the screen. Uh, as well on as well as on YouTube at the Jarrett Diaz Show. That is where most of my content and a lot of my matches will live. You just search me on YouTube and I'll pop up. Uh, I have a lot of dates. I went over them earlier. So if you weren't watching earlier, but you're watching now, scroll back when this thing is a full-time uh, video and you'll find the dates. Uh, enjoy WrestleMania this weekend. Watch Word. WrestleMania. Happy whether WrestleMania, like everybody. Whether, yeah. whether, whether, whether you like what you're seeing or you don't, just watch it anyway because wrestling is awesome. Um, be nice to somebody tomorrow. That's it. I like that. Yeah, Gigi. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I don't know what's happening with you right now. So, but you, that, well, yes. but you're the guy in charge that's very glitchy right, well, than me. I, it's your friendly neighborhood knucklehead signing out. Peace, everybody. <laughs>